0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Silva and Gold! Coming to the ring from parts unknown, the combined weight of 853 pounds, Pick a Loaf and Dr. Zom! You don't to be this ain't no whole sweet home It's a whole misery We knew when we got here They tried to put us away. But when they see the Walk down the street They bandy up the other way That's free L-O-T-A. That's free In the whole USA That's free Oh, baby!
1: I'm sitting here looking at this photo of Lou Ferrigno longingly gazing through the cage with his fingers hanging off. Oh, we're on the air. This is The Loaf. Welcome to Silver and Gold, and with me, The Zom. Hey. Hey, hey. Hey. This is episode 45. We're doing a little nunsploitation for your ear holes this week little movie called Killer Nun, starring a slightly aged Anita Ekberg and Joe D'Alessandro and not his penis. And Satanico Pandemonium from 1975, that one is, so we'll get into that shortly. We were recording a day late and rather early this morning, so we're all out of sorts, and Pissed to be here. So fuck all these people talking about flunts and bleh,
2: and all of Flat-sos that. Flatsos and <laughs> <laughs> ah, there's not enough coffee for today. Not enough yeah. come for those titties. It is
1: bleh, it is fucking 138 degrees outside already. The sun is shining in my window. It is a glorious day, ladies and gentlemen. Ah, Zom, how are you?
3: How was God. your vacation?
2: It was great It was, it was, it was good it's good, good It's
1: a good vacation
2: I've been talking about that fucking vacation For about five days I don't want to talk about it anymore I don't want to talk about it <laughs> Oh boy
1: So Well uh, Let's see Did anything interesting happen to me this week? I don't think so we uh <laughs> all right, except for my goddamn theater being slated for destruction, demolition we've been the uh, we've been the center of a little of attention this week. Uh, some uh, news stories written about our theater saying that a um, a group of developers is coming in to wipe out our independent cinema and make a Harris teeter Harris Teeter, for those of you who don't know, is a very large grocery store. Um chain here. Nothing special about it. And um it is uh it's about there's another brand new hairs teeter less than two miles away. Just so
2: hairy give little, teeters. Give a little give a little
1: perspective on the hairless Peter. So <laughs> <laughs> So another article was posted yesterday that we apparently uh we're being we've been served an eviction notice. See and and I love that a job where I'm a fucking manager, I learn about the place through the newspaper. But Get out, so I go. I go into work and I'm like, "So what's going on?" And the owner's there and everything. Um, apparently, that article was bullshit, and the the, the, <laughs> the uh, author or the the guy writing the article is actually just reading into things. So actually, I don't even know what to believe. So it's going to be a fun weekend. We're going to have people showing up to the theater. Um, there was a guy taking photos last night and stuff. So. Um, for a town full of, uh, fucking zombified old people, this is some hot news, so keep, keep tuned, everybody. Um, other than that, you know, it's just been hot as fuck, it's getting hotter, and we're showing Moonrise Kingdom, so suck it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what have you been watching? This or I guess yeah. We'll just say the past week. You could, you yeah, could, well, if we throw in two weeks, we'll fucking be here three hours.
2: No, because since I came back, I haven't really been watching anything. So oh, okay. I had I did have to put them together to get even close to what I usually watch. Because for some reason, since I've come back, all I've been trying to do is sleep. <laughs> uh, and get back on my regular sleep schedule, and it's yeah. been nigh imp- impossible. But I'm fucking who gives a shit. Today's another fucking day where I will not be able to fucking sleep.
1: I, I want to thank James again for stepping in last week. We had a lot of fun. It's so. James,
2: you fucking piece of shit.
1: Zom's already listened to the show six times. Yeah. I think. Who do you so.
2: think you are, you motherfucker? <laughs> Trying to fill these motherfucking fourteens? You can't fill these shoes. Yeah, uh, he was good. I liked it. He was, uh, you know, for a young kid, inexperienced. Uh, he he did okay. <laughs> you know, you, you you walked him through it. You led him through it. It was all right. It was a it was it was uh, serviceable.
1: Yeah, you know, you you do what you can with with uh, when you when you get lemons, you it's squeeze you them.
2: Fucking eat. six fucking podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I got Jesus way just t- son of a bitch. I
1: got way too much cream in my fucking coffee. It just tastes like bitter milk. It's disgusting.
2: You are the cream in my coffee.
1: I'm the cheese
2: sweat in your coffee. Hand on my tits. Uh, <laughs> see, nobody knows what we're talking about. <laughs> they never will. <laughs> gun, gun, gun. Um, okay, let's let's kick this fucking party off. <laughs> let's get this party started. Um, I watched uh, last night a movie called Dan in Real Life with Steve Carell. Mm. I like Steve Carell. Yeah. On- office but uh, this was one of these ones that was kind of like him what just happened I don't know tell me I didn't just fucking oh Jesus Christ everything I had brought up my IMDB my Facebook and everything I kicked the goddamn mouse with my leg and everything's gone so I don't give a shit Uh, Uh, I'll bring it up here in a minute uh, anyway (laughs) he was kind of playing it straight in this a little bit and uh, it was okay it was was just it was yeah and I don't like uh, what's-his-face um, Dane Cook. Oh, Dane Cook, yeah. I don't like him plodding around fucking like he's got a load in his pants and whatever. He's, I mean, I don't know. I just don't like him. I just don't like him. I don't maybe care.
1: Maybe Hopeful Romantics can cover that one.
2: Yeah, maybe. Uh, if they're maybe, I don't know. Out of have ideas. Time, if, they, yeah, if they have time. have time. I, they can start another podcast called the Dan in Real Life Podcast. <laughs> Just
1: review that shit every week. <laughs> A different aspect of it. This week, we're going to talk about Dane Cook's hair at minute 46.
2: Yeah, the big pores in his face. Um, <laughs> this is what you get when you fucking co-host our show. <laughs> Forever. fucking. <laughs> sure. uh, next thing I watched was uh, As Good As It Gets with uh, Jack Nicholson. Uh, and, um, I do like that one. Kinnear and Helen Kunt and um, that goddamn fucking guy that won an Oscar for saying show me the money uh, that sucks. Uh, (laughs) You got to see Helen Cunt's uh, fucking big titties. Yeah. She does have a fairly decent rack. Yes, she does. uh, When Her shirt was wet. I like Nicholson in this. Kinnear, uh, when I watched it this time, he kind of got on my fucking nerves. He was a little bit uh, whiny bitch. Um, Anyway... (laughs) <laughs> and then uh the 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 guys that beat him up at the beginning, mm-hmm. every one of them I hate it's like screech skeet, skeet ulrich and that fucking other dick that I always think is skeet Ulrich <laughs> whatever uh spring forward this is uh Lib and uh Schreiber and uh Ned Beatty. And Campbell Scott, who is the son of George Scott Deja Vu. Uh, <laughs> this is pretty good. It must be, I never even heard of it. It's on Netflix since to watch. Uh, they are a uh, perk and recreation workers and a uh, young guy, Schreiber, who's been in jail, uh, first time out and he gets a job and the old grizzled veteran guy. And, uh, they, you know, they become friends. It's a pretty good movie. I, I, I recommend it. Next thing I watched was a uh, Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance uh, <laughs> with Nicolas Cage, and uh, he's <laughs> fucking Cage. so out of control in this fucking movie that it's it, his ridiculousness makes it worth watching. The rest of the movie isn't bad. Um, the rest of the cast is not bad. Um, it has the dude that played the captain in Prometheus. Uh, what's his, name Stringer some, Bell.
1: What? That was his name in the
2: wire. Yeah, whatever. Oh, he was on the wire. Oh yeah. A big character. Well, I, I never got, I never, I started to watch it one time and, and, uh, I, I just, I didn't watch it. I, I heard it was so good as
1: we discussed last week. I remember um, get through the first like two or three, but after you get through the whole police procedural, like get used to the names and stuff, oh. it turned, it's, it's seriously top five shows of all time, all time, all time that's, that's including over the Jeffersons.
2: We were moving on. Up. <laughs> um, someone explained to me that in the first ghost rider cage, didn't actually play the ghost rider when he turned into the ghost rider. I guess maybe they CGI the whole thing. I don't know, but in this one he did. And then they just put the flaming head on. Well, so he thought that was so cool that he, and it was going to be better, but, he has like a pet cobra or something, so he wanted to mimic the cobra when he became the ghost rider, and there was literally one <laughs> – was he high? What the, what yeah, was, I, I, I don't know, but the first time you see the ghost rider, there's all these guys, in the, and then he, you, you hear him coming, and they're like, what the fuck is that? And then he shows up, and you're thinking, Jesus Christ, he's going to fucking kick ass, and he looks really cool. But he just – he fucking lands in the middle of these guys, and then he just stands there and, like, moves his head back and forth. It's on fire back and forth, back and forth. And, like, he's f- getting the vibe or something. For what, like five fucking minutes. He doesn't do anything. So it was just weird. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with him. Uh, it had Christopher Lambert in it too. He shows up. Next thing I watched, which I have not seen in a long time because I put it on the shelf, because when it was out, I watched it a bazillion times, was uh, Pulp Fiction. Uh, I pretty much really enjoyed it since I haven't seen it in so long. Um, You know, uh, just you know, everybody probably has seen Pulp Fiction. I still like Winston Wolfe. That part was pretty goddamn funny.
1: I saw um, I saw Pulp Fiction in the theater in a very (laughs) tiny. I mean, maybe like a hundred seat theater. When it came out, and um, there were these two African American gentlemen sitting behind us, and Mm. every time
2: South African or uh, yes,
1: okay, Egyptian, every time they would say the word "nigger" or anything, anything like racist, racist like that, they would get pissed, yell, and start like moving around and like kicking chairs and stuff. Mm. This is this is a over two hour movie, (laughs) and I'm like. Fucking leave if it's a big deal. Jesus. It was really ridiculous.
2: I was just getting ready to say something racist in a funny way, but I'm not going to because some. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Okay. Anyway, um, the next thing I watched was uh, Cross, uh, not Cross. What the fuck did I put Cross of Iron? Circle of Iron with uh, David Carradine and Jeffrey Cooper. I think his name was Jeffrey Cooper. Uh, and, uh, this was the Bruce Lee, I guess kind of wrote this or whatever it was, or he was supposed to star in it and it was, he was the inspiration for it and he died. And yeah, I think he, it was
1: going to be, he was going to be his and cause he wanted to spread that, like a spread a right. Buddhism, Buddhist message. Like that was like, his thing. Right. Like, I wanted to use film to spread Buddhism. So,
2: and the, th- the thing that fucking sucks is, okay, it's, it's good. I mean, it's not bad or anything, but the thing that sucks is, is he was, um, Up for the role of Kwai Shang Kane and the TV show Kung Fu. Mm -hmm. But the TV people were such racist assholes at that time that they thought, well, nobody's going to sympathize with a Jap or whatever, or, you know, whatever derogatory term. They thought people still thought about like World War II or whatever. And they. They were like, oh, nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna. He he can't carry a whole TV show. The lead can't be uh, an Asian, even though the character is Asian. So they got David Carradine to play an Asian, <laughs> who was like fucking Irish. And so, but what fuck, is fucked up here is then fucking Bruce Lee dies, and they still didn't have an Asian play the lead part. They I mean, and they they fucking get Carradine. Now he, I don't think he played the Bruce Lee part because I imagine the Bruce Lee part was the the one Jeff Cooper played where he was, is the the warrior. But anyway, so that was kind of weird, strangely ironic. So maybe David Carradine killed Bruce Lee. I don't know. That's I like, all.
1: I, I like the I like the the touch he brought with bringing the um, like playing that flute thing.
2: Yeah, that was really his. So he loved the flute. <laughs> the <fresh> flute. <laughs> and it got harder when you put something around his neck. Yeah, get go. Next thing I watched was Lars and the Real Girl with um, baby, baby goose. goose. Yes, and uh, he was really good in it. I liked all his little ticks and everything. It was uh, some people like it, some people don't. I liked it. Move on. Uh, next thing I watched was Prometheus at the theater. Uh, did you see this in 3D or 2D?
1: I saw it in 3D, which uh, yeah, I, just, I could honestly by about an hour in. You didn't give a fuck. Uh, yeah, I, I did hardly even noticed that it was in 3D. At first, I was like, you know what? I'm glad I watched this in 3D. And then uh, then it started to just seem kind of like to fade away a little bit. And
2: then you realized you were sitting in a the theater talking to yourself. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I like this.
3: I like this.
2: And, yeah. And so, but, you know, uh, I, I don't know. I think people... I mean, Jesus, as, as uh, fucking William Shatner said to the Trekkies at the convention, get a life. I mean, <laughs> goddamn, so what? Oh, well, this wasn't scientifically correct, or they should never have done that, or they would never do this. It's like, fuck a duck. Watch the goddamn movie and shut up. <laughs> um, I liked it. <laughs> I, I, liked the, I liked the whole cast, too. I thought it was pretty good. It was entertaining. It entertained me. Uh, and the next it's thing all I watched, that is I watched several times, and I, you know, whoever's people that say that, I, you know, that's their choice. I don't care. I'm not like when I say shut the fuck up, I really don't mean shut the fuck up. I could care less. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> next thing I watched was X Men First Class, which was on HBO every day. I think every hour, <laughs> when I was at the beach. And when I first got there, I was like, fuck, hey, X Men First Class is on. I'll turn it on. Yeah, it was probably about ten o'clock at night watched it well then the next night i did the same thing and then i quickly got sick
1: of it it sounds like zom had a groundhog's day experience
2: <laughs> it was it was groundhog day big time except
1: there. he wasn't trying to like woo a hot a hot piece he was fucking he was just fucking dealing with like
2: 14 year old girls
1: <laughs> two little cunts the whole movie <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: <I> mean, the <laughs>
2: but this movie i tell you what and we i've talked about it before but it really does. If they if they would have, I know they needed to introduce or they wanted to introduce the, the the team and them training the young ones, but that really that's the part that really just fucking flounders. It gets really stupid. You know, uh,
1: did did you have you noticed the the part when um, they're doing the target practice and Beast is putting the tape on that mannequin?
2: Grabs the mannequin's tit. Yeah, and the it focuses on it for no reason. Well, I think it was because he was a horny nerd. And he had feet like fucking me Ugh. anyway uh, and, I, and, I, and and you know speaking of racism in movies, as we were just talking about, you know oh yeah, that 's in there too well I mean I just the, 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 the that part, but not only that, but okay, the one black guy in the fucking movie, and you know it 's just like okay let 's make a character, and he 'll be the black guy in the movie, and then he just fucking gets killed like. He gets killed okay. like
1: that after say after Kevin yeah. Bacon yells about slavery and the camera yeah. focuses directly on the black guy's face.
2: And it's fuck, fucking weird because it, it's it's like – does Hollywood have a quota? Okay, if it's not Denzel Washington, they say, okay, if you have a whole bunch of people, you have to have at least so many uh, African-American people, but you can kill them off real quick. So don't <laughs> worry about it. Anyway, the next thing I watched was a movie that was a lot about racism, which was Billy Jack – uh, Tom Laughlin, Dolores Taylor, uh, I this is, Billy Jack was my fucking hero, man. When I was a little boy, I mean, when I was a, in grade school, mm-hmm. I wanted to be Billy Jack. So anyway, we'll move on from that because uh, he had an ugly fucking girlfriend yeah, who was his wife, <laughs> wife Plain Jane, and I didn't go for that shit. So I ditched my Canadian tuxedo. I like Billy Jack, though. I still, you know, Tom Laughlin's a fucking strange motherfucker. He's into like hypnosis and sells books about hypnosis and shit. And he's fat, and he tried to run for president of the United States one time. <laughs> anyway, next thing I watched was Flame and Citron with uh, God, what the fuck's his name? From uh, the Viking movie that Mads Mikkelsen Mads Mikkelsen is in it. He plays Citron, and I can't remember who plays anybody else. Uh, Will didn't like this one that much, but I liked it. It's uh, based on a true story about these uh, two guys in uh, fucking Sweden, wherever the hell they were fucking at. Somewhere, you know, <laughs> those places are all the same. Anyway, I liked it. <laughs> Greenland, uh, uh, something like that. Yeah, check it out. It's pretty good. Um. The next movie I watched, there was something about this, and I didn't know if I should say it because I don't want to offend somebody, and I don't, I don't mean it to be offensive in any way, even in joking or anything. But I watched this movie on the Sundance channel called Sorry, Thanks, and the guy that plays the lead guy or the role – maybe this is just how he is acting in the part – reminded me of Jake McLarge Huge so bad that I fucking was like, Jesus Christ uncanny it's pretty good it's a little uh in india uh, like kind of about relationships sort of a romantic it's not a really a romantic comedy but it has mm-hmm. fun stuff in it but it's good it's quirky quirky works what I'm say next thing i watched was another quirky movie called grizzly man uh, <laughs> about timothy treadwell getting ate by a bear uh, stuff like Shut
1: that out by bear
2: and the uh, documentary was basically about him but also about Even Werner Herzog, who was making the documentary, I think inserted himself into the movie. No one must ever hear this. Do not ever listen to this ever, (laughs) you must promise me. I mean, it's like, dude, okay, whatever. Uh, Next thing I watched was uh, the uh, uh, Campbell Scott's dad, George C. Scott, in the last run. Uh, This is uh, out of print. Uh, but they show it on Turner classic every once in a while. Um, old, uh, getaway driver guy. And he, uh, t- goes on one last run because it's called last run. Um, and, uh, <laughs> he's supposed to, um, they break Tony Musante out of prison, out of an Italian prison. And, um, he is supposed to be the getaway driver and Masante says, Hey, let's stop here. I want to pick up my girlfriend, which wasn't in the plans. Ends up being uh Trish Vandeveer. This movie has Trish Vandeveer and it also has um Colleen Dewhurst. And I almost said Colleen Brennan, but that was a 70s porn star who kind of looked like Colleen Dewhurst. But so George C. Scott was married to Colleen Dewhurst. He made this movie. He met Trish Vandeveer. They're all three in the same movie, and he left Colleen Dewhurst for Trish Vandeveer, who was a lot younger than him and whatever. Anyway, and George C. Scott's a cocksucker because he beats up women uh, in real life um, or did – Uh, Next thing I watched was uh, Gain Tinker, Taylor, Soldier, Spy. I just threw it in. It was on my iPad. Uh, eh, Not much to say there. It was all right. Um, Next thing I watched was Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. Uh, All I will say about this movie is, before you judge it, go see it. Uh, I liked it. I thought it was fucking awesome. I want to go see it. I thought it was awesome. I'm sorry. I mean, you know, uh, and the majority of the people that shit on it have never seen it. So that's whatever. Uh, next thing I watched was The American with George Clooney. We need to cover that one. It's a pretty good movie. Yeah. Uh, and it has some uh, hot chicks in it. And Clooney is getting down with some sexual intercourse and eating puss. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he just fucking eating that one girl's that, pussy. Like, that fucking.
1: prostitute that he goes to see is yeah. so fucking hot. Yeah.
2: yeah. Nah, she doesn't look like the prostitute. Well, uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> next thing I watched <laughs> was The Doctor. Documentary- Myrtle Beach. <laughs> What? No, it's not legal there. You got to go to Reno. Anyway, um, (laughs) strange the people you meet on Facebook. The next thing I watched was a documentary by Morgan Spurlock from uh, West Virginia uh, called Comic Con. And I liked it. If you, you know, us people that like movies or that are like nerdy, geeky, movie, comic book, sci fi people, Mm -hmm. you'll like it from a and even from a documentary perspective i listened to the documentary uh, uh podcast and um uh, they were i don't know if it was malcolm Ingram or somebody was on there and they were just going off on Morgan Spurlock that the documentaries he makes like like we were just talking about Werner Herzog that he makes himself the star where if you're a true documentarian you shouldn't even be in the fucking movie they shouldn't you know nothing about you, you should just shoot the movie and he's not in this at all Spurlock is not in this he doesn't set he's the director and everything he made the movie he's not in it you don't even hear his fucking voice so to those guys that shit on him for that fuck but i one thing that's kind of that i i'm not sure i should say i didn't like but i was kind of on the fence about is they have like talking heads which would be like kevin smith Mm -hmm. uh, and people like that that are stars uh the dude that made piranha 3d what's his fucking name bear jew Oh, um, 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 um. yeah, Dang that's it. fair to you. Yeah. Yeah. Eli, Eli <laughs> titty, Roth, Jesus. Teddy baseball. Teddy ball game. Um yeah, he like they had people like that talking, but they go to it and they've been going to it so I guess they do have something to say. So anyway, and uh, the, the one part one part that I liked is uh when the one guy says that there is a legend of the smell of Comic-Con and he goes <laughs> and it is real. He goes, "Fucking it stinks." He goes, some of those people just fucking reek. Uh next thing I watched was a documentary called Con Man. Uh it is on Netflix – or no, it's not on Netflix. Since I got it on iTunes. Um, it's weird. It's like this guy um, shows up at this high school. Uh, he enrolls, and he gets on the track team, and he fucking basically beats everybody, breaks all these records and everything. And uh, he said his mom uh, was Swedish. His dad was Mexican. They lived in, in a commune. Uh, his dad died a long time ago. His mom had just died. He had never had any. He was self-taught and everything. And so he joins the school, joins the track team, makes great grades, beats everybody's ass, like in state championships and everything. Well, he was twenty fucking five or twenty six years old,
3: <laughs> and he
2: was saying he was eighteen. So then I think he got arrested for that. And then he goes and does it again, and like joins, gets into Princeton. And makes great grades, runs on track team, sets the world on fire, and everything. And then they find out he isn't who he is. It's really interesting. It's it's uh, it's just a little documentary. Next thing I watched uh, was uh, Wrath of the Titans uh, with Sam Worthington and uh, Liam Neeson and Rafe Fiennes and Danny
1: Houston. You know, uh, I did I'm, not. I did not really care for the first one. I like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it was fine. I, I didn't like hate it. I was just like, eh, it was okay. But the, for some reason the trailer really, of this one, maybe <laughs> made really want to go again. <laughs>
2: well, I'll tell you what. I didn't mind the first one. I didn't think it was the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. But it was it was okay. I like this one. Uh, it's uh, I think it was better. I think it was better than the first one. And uh, Liam Neeson looks like a big hillbilly when he plays. (laughs) He's big and he just kind of plods around. Uh, And it has some good creatures, too. And the last thing that I watched was Sherlock Holmes' Game of Shadows. I think that's what it's called. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because I'm with Sherlock Holmes. And um, I like this, but I'll tell you what I could do without. Was the, okay, Holmes is getting ready to fight. And in like a stop motion thing. Yeah, right, he he looks at their elbow. Then he looks at their knee. Then he looks at their nuts. Then he looks at the thing he's going to pick up to hit him in the knee. Then he looks at the thing he's going to pick And then they show all that. And then he then they stop. And then he does it in regular uh, uh, speed or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like god damn it. okay, It's like watching everything twice. I didn't like that.
1: And, <laughs> I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I really liked when he had the face off with the, the dude from Mad Men. And uh and and both of them are like it's like countering each other it's pretty cool uh, whatever
2: <laughs> i mean it's sherlock holmes I, and, but you know the thing is with sherlock holmes i mean in the books and everything he was supposed to be proficient at this like hand to hand combat so people can't say you know uh well they made sherlock holmes into like fucking jean claude van damme or something but in the books i mean it's not as prevalent but i mean they're they're trying to sell the character to a new generation and yeah, the new yeah. generation wants, you know, action and shit like that. But, you know, you see movies about, um, uh, I don't know. I, I fucking saw Tyler Perry is going to fucking be, uh, Alex. Was it Alex cross? Yeah. that uh Morgan Freeman played. And I see that and I was like, is that fucking Tyler Perry? And, you know, I thought it would, I, I think, you know, if he's going to do it, he ought to do it in fucking drag. <laughs> So anyway, that's it. That's uh, cool. Read some comic books and lots of comic books. So lots of the, comic the, the books. books. So I, I got care. this
1: great new uh, comic reader on the <laughs> iPad called Comic Zeal. Uh huh. What's it's, that? It's just Tell- a. It's just There's a. It's just about- a thing to read comic digital comics. But it, it the way it organizes, is just really slick. It's it's very nicely, very nicely made. It's a good and good you app. You are
2: very anal retentive about being organized. I am. Um, and you're very anal retentive, and
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I started reading Battle Royale. So, uh, so yeah, what I watched this week is right. Wasn't
2: Haystacks here. Calhoun in Battle Royale? He was, was that the giant.
1: Andre the Giant was in lots of Battle Royales Yes. <laughs> um, after the show last week, I watched a Zom favorite Chinatown. Um, this is actually a revisit for me. This and was
2: the porno with the. The wrestler formerly known as China,
1: right? The North China Village, Chinatown is uh, a uh,
2: big clip. <laughs> the um, takes the, Manhattan.
1: <laughs> China takes Manhattan. This is a this is one of those movies that's if you don't catch this at a time when you can pay attention to it, you might not dig it, and that's what happened to me the first time I saw it years ago um
2: so this is one of those movies that you actually have to watch
1: (laughs) yeah like if you if you if you are not invested in this you might not totally be on board because you'll just miss some of the twists and turns that happen um it had been maybe 10 years since i'd seen it and when i did see it i was just like oh yeah it's supposed to be the greatest movie Uh, it was okay but i really really liked it this time because you know whatever but the uh Mm -hmm. Jack Nicholson's fucking remarkable. Um this is a I you know, I re, I just really liked it. I, I was I was happy that I liked it. It's it's one that I've been hesitant to revisit. I was like, oh, it's two hours long. I don't I remember not really liking it, and I'm not sure why, but the only thing I could figure is that, you know, I just wasn't maybe halfway paying attention or something. So um, It made
2: me want to slap Faye Dunn away and not in a bad way. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: so I decided um, as the week started that I want to, you know, obviously for the show this might vary, but for the films that I'm watching, um, it's been easy for me lately to just pop in a movie that I'd seen before that I just hadn't seen in a while that I just you know felt like revisiting or whatever. Um, I'm gonna I'm making a conscious effort for the next you know a couple months or whatever to only watch seek out movies that i haven't seen so when i'm sitting down for something i'm not just going to be comfortable and pop in something i'm familiar with i want to you know actually see things that i haven't seen so i was getting ready to watch broken flowers on netflix instant and that's what made me decide i was like you know what i've watched like three bill murray movies lately so i put in phantasm 2 instead (laughs) had you seen that I've never seen Phantasm Two. I've only seen the first one multiple times and I've never seen any of the sequels, so and it was awesome. I mean, you know. See, there it, you go. It is what it is. I'm glad I watched it. I watched it with a with a buddy at work and uh we had a lot of fun with it. It was uh a lot gorier than I was thinking it was going to be. Um mm-hmm. uh, it was fun. I I um uh, I'll have to watch the other sequels at some point. I'm pretty sure they don't
2: I just up. had a cold chill. For what? That the this thing wasn't recording. <laughs> Is it recording? Yes, it's recording. Okay, okay. I hate to break in like that, but that was what that uh, was. <laughs> um, God, if we have to do this again, I'm fucking going to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kill myself. Um, I want. Uh,
1: it's a fantastic. <laughs> a broken two.
2: man after that vacation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I watched. Uh, well, I, I rented a couple movies for my for my wife. She she was, felt like felt like staying at home. Saw so I red boxster. A couple movies. Brought them home, and um, I watched one of them. Young adult. With Charlize Theron and Patton Oswalt, uh, this was uh, better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, I actually really liked it. Um, I've, I've had some friends who didn't care for it, and my only my theory as to why they did not is because they're still very young and they have not grown to hate their hometown yet. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's it's a good it's a good film for somebody like a thirties forties type viewer I think um, Dakota what's her name wrote it I don't Fanning. always or not Fanning
2: Diablo Cody
1: Diablo Cody there you go Diablo <laughs> <Diabla> Cody, <laughs> Cody. Di- Di- <laughs> <laughs> what who is that who's is Dakota, Dakota Fanning is who is fucking
2: she the uh, Man on Fire the little girl uh, oh. that was a. Uh, which, a uh, pita,
1: Dakota? And, okay, Dakota. Now, what the
2: hell did she? Dakota Fanning and this Diablo Cody. That's okay. two different people.
1: Yes, Diablo Cody wrote it. <laughs> um, and I don't always care for her. Um, but
2: I would think you, would, yeah, you seeing her in real life, she looks like the kind of person that you would like. I mean, no, no, I, I don't mind her. I,
1: I don't even, I don't mean, I don't know her really as a person. Like, Did she, you get a
2: bad taste after Juno because I don't, she was so all over everything?
1: No, no I, okay, I don't. I liked Juno. Hmm. I don't, I didn't care for, the, the the part of Juno I did not like was the the way they had high school students talking. Yeah, and yeah, they
2: talked like Diablo Cody.
1: <laughs> right, and uh, that's kind of kept to a minimum in this movie.
2: Um, that and, was about abortion
1: it was. This one is this one's about trying to ruin somebody's marriage, so. Is
2: so it can't not Cameron Diaz? What's her name? Um Charlize Theron? Is that the one where she she goes she's like goes back to, and tries to get back with her ex-boyfriend yes. who is the guy that was in Patrick Wilson. The Juno movie without the wasn't Juno. It was called oh Hard Red. Candy. Huh? Hard, hard candy. candy. Yes. It all ties together. God damn, that's um, fucked up. But, uh, but anyway, she—I she, got. Why do I keep on say Cameron Diaz, the chick from Prometheus?
1: Charlize Theron.
2: Charlize Theron. Did he fuck her? You have to see the movie. Did anybody um, fuck her? Did Juno fuck her? You have to see the no, movie. No, I just wanted to see if she got <laughs> pregnant, so she, see if they could go and do the abortion thing again.
1: <laughs> no, there's no abortions in the movie. Um, Dude, fuck, that's but, bullshit. Uh, I like Jason. I, I like the director, Jason Reitman, a lot. He directed Juno as well. Um, you know, This was enjoyable, and I think it's probably splitting because probably some younger people have seen it, and they're just not at a point in their life where they get like the stuff that the people are going through yet or whatever.
2: Have you ever had someone from your past come back and try and rekindle or you tried to rekindle <laughs> and sit
1: on the, your front porch? I haven't. Um, oh, I wasn't going to bring that up. I haven't had that. I haven't actually had that
2: happen. Because uh, you probably but, fucking married your goddamn high school sweetheart. No. Now you're in love. I, in the red box. I <laughs> might have been that person.
1: I might have been that person. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but no, I haven't. I haven't um, oh, whatever. Whatever. Uh, the, uh, and Patton Oswalt is very good in the movie Um I like him You don't or you do?
2: Um, He's just It's not that I don't like him He's just kind of creepy looking
1: Well, you know uh, But he's really good So he, he makes whiskey in his garage
2: I don't even like his name Patton it Sounds stupid because I mean it's like Fucking Patton is George C. Scott and You should, you should Scott. listen to his
1: stand up you you
2: Was like he it. in Lord of the Rings? <laughs> no, he was not Okay so.
1: Uh Okay, so Young Adult. uh Oh, I went to the theater, the $2 theater. Is that the one that's closing? No. Okay. um That's mine that's closing. The, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, saw, I saw The Cabin in the Woods, and it was awesome.
2: See, I knew nothing about this movie. When they were talking about Cabin in the Woods, and everybody said, don't tell what happens in Cabin in the Woods. Don't spoil it for anybody. Don't tell, don't tell, don't tell. I thought they were talking about that new movie that michael bean was directing which i can't remember what that's called and he's going to be at uh horror helm which you're not going to but anyway that's what i thought it was and it's not this is what is this i don't even know what it is
1: uh the less you know the better okay well then, okay, um, it is kind a, it. it's kind a, of it's a meta meta horror movie very meta oh god um,
2: see. When Sammy says "very meta" all the time, I always make fun of him. But I don't even know what he's talking about.
1: Like, it's, so I'll have it's, to look that up. It's self-aware, but it, it, oh, you're, self-aware! You're like in, wink,
2: wink. You, mm, kind she, of.
1: There's a lot of references in it, but it's, that's what
2: meta means.
1: Meta, meta. It means it's like it's it just it it explains itself. It uh, it's it's like a self-aware movie. It's like i don't know it's
2: see you don't even know what it means
1: well i don't know how to define define it because i'm an idiot and i can't same. talk but uh <laughs> it's like one it's like one idea completes another idea like one it's a, like an abstract idea that is explained by another idea in the same story
2: the broader sense of an x about x has given rise to the concepts like meta discussion a discussion about meta joke a joke about jokes and it's so it's something about something kind
1: of, it's like a, it's a horror movie about a horror movie kind of oh okay okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. uh it's good right. it's good it's it's uh it's I had a lot of fun with it uh and I fucking just like totally marked out at the end when fucking a nine inch nail song blasts at the at the closing credits
2: <laughs> now did you, did you get on GGTMC facebook page and write down what you mean by i had a lot of fun with it? <laughs> no, no. Um, <laughs> that was I love that thread. What and, does I had a lot of fun with it mean? It's like Jesus Christ. It's a meta
1: discussion. The, they don't uh, know what
2: fun is. Uh
1: the the two dollar theater here has a great deal, a couples thing on Mondays. My wife and I went and it's like twelve bucks, you get uh two tickets, two medium sodas, and a fucking giant popcorn.
2: That is pretty cheap for so, a theater.
1: It was cool. Um, so, and there was only like ten people in the theater. It was awesome.
2: But theoretically, you two could have went and only spent four dollars.
1: Well, yeah, but we got you jacked it up. We did jack it up, but eight bucks for fucking all
2: that shit at a movie. Or you could have took game. her to your theater and got him for free. <laughs>
1: but we didn't. We don't have cabin in the woods. So. And uh, the let's see, right. kill or none. Watch that. Uh, Cocaine Wars. This is a <laughs> the doc. No, it's a John Schneider. The <sighs> Bo from Dukes of Hazard. Uh, he plays a a uh, coke
2: addict. Yeah, right, he plays like an
1: undercover <laughs> uh, FBI or CIA agent in South America, trying to break up a drug ring.
2: What year was this made? Is this when he was Bo Duke, or is this now? Like uh, it was a little after Bo Duke. I think it was like eighty
1: five or so, maybe eighty six. So.
2: They ought to make a fucking movie now with with like uh, Eli Roth could or, or Tarantino could direct it and just call it Bo Duke. <laughs> the movie would be called Bo Duke and it would be like him going through like he just got out of prison because they ran Shine and have the original cat no, I don't even have those people. It'd just be it just be Bo Duke. Just Bo. No, just Bo Duke. Don't try and fucking I'm a I'm fucking on a roll.
1: Mm-hmm. Change uh, of hand. Yeah, the Cocaine of. Wars is okay. Uh, Old uh Will posted this posted an image of it on our group and it look the cover of it looks amazing, so I went and bought the VHS. Um eh, it was okay. There's some cool stuff in it uh, including a part with like a uh uh South American dictator looking guy leaning over him saying last chance where are your papers. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but um you know it's it was okay. There was some cool actiony stuff in it but the stuff in between was nice. Um the let's say I watched Diamond Dogs uh
2: yeah, I like that. Uh, okay, I think I liked it. Like Dolph, I, Dolph, whatever.
1: Yeah, this is. Uh,
2: he is that where he fights that great big uh, giant Baba looking uh, yeah, yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Near the beginning. Yeah, at the um, beginning
2: of like a bar
1: fight. Yeah, it's like
2: it's like pit fighter or something. Yeah, and he runs the bed up. That now the, he did that, and then there was another movie that was in Sherlock Holmes. Didn't yeah. in the first Sherlock yeah, Holmes, yeah. he he acted like he was getting beat. He stole that from Dolph. I'm sure Dolph probably stole it from somebody.
1: Uh yeah yeah.
2: I'm Dolph should strange. play Sherlock Holmes and Bo Duke should play <laughs>
1: John Snyder.
2: Directed by Diablo Cody or written by Diablo <laughs> Cody and directed by Eli Roth <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um Diamond Dogs is it's a, a he's high he's former Green Beret, pretty uh, it's just, it's Jesus,
2: funny. that's like every goddamn movie we review. Yeah, yeah. it's like, CIA, uh, it funny. I, the next,
1: I, the next movie I, I I watched Slaughter with Jim Brown. He's also a former Green Beret. Um, in this one he uh he's getting paid to help retrieve this like ancient Buddhist uh, ta- like uh, tapestry or something, and uh, it's almost like a Tomb Raider type thing at times, minus the little shorts. He's pretty um, slow too. Yeah, but uh, it's. <gasps> There's a there's a group after them that that won it also so they're just kind of following them and giving them a hard time and blah 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 it was it was all right
2: uh, I watched Cradle of Life Tomb Raider 2, so we'll <laughs> add that you just reminded me go okay. ahead this it came <laughs> this, this
1: Diamond Dogs came there's like a Dolph Lundgren like multi pack DVD out there like basically just one of those things where they repackage stuff uh, and um but this was in there so um and like I said I watched Slaughter uh, the Jim Brown movie I've got I, that one. I think came in a two-pack Slaughter and Slaughter's Big Score, Slaughter's Rip-Off or
2: something. Slaughter's Big Black Dick.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the chicken, it has huge knockers. It was pretty oh. awesome. uh This was good. Rip Torn. This is why I posted on our group about Rip Torn because I didn't even fucking recognize him at first. That guy fucking fell apart in the 80s. Yeah, he did. He did. But, um... He was all thin. And, I mean, he still had that, like, weird scowl, like, where he shows his teeth and shit. But he was skinny. Like, he still had that crazy hair, too, except he didn't slick it back. It was just everywhere. (laughs) Um, There was some good stuff in this. Uh, I've seen better Jim Brown movies, but it was pretty good. Does Um, he have
2: sex with Anna?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With the lady with the big boobies. White woman? Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: I watched Snakes on a Plane.
2: So bad. Uh, I, I, I God damn you talk about a movie I do not know why I still cannot figure out what the fucking big deal was and then when I watched it I mean it was so fucking hype what the fuck was the big deal that movie was fucking just I know everybody was saying it's it's so bad it's good and it was kind of neat that the whole like
1: viral campaign they did with it there was the thing where you could leave a voicemail for somebody with, with Samuel L. Jackson yelling at them like uh, tell them to go see snakes on a plane, and there was the whole like people like in the internet giving ideas for the movie as it was changing as they were filming it.
2: But well, then, how about yeah. this? What they should do is make a viral, do viral stuff for movies that are good. <laughs> yeah, I, I I bought this uh, last maybe uh, last year.
1: Uh, it was like used somewhere. It was like three or four dollars. I was like, yeah, I heard it was pretty good. I'll, and I never watched it, so I finally just randomly pulled it out the other night. I. Wait, it says I watched it 16 hours ago. That was yesterday. What? Uh,
2: <laughs> um, shit. Is Today yesterday? What is today? Today is yesterday.
1: Oh, I watched it in the middle of the night the night before last. Okay. There you go. Um, I don't know. I, it was boring. I I've got a I've got a coworker Leslie that likes this a lot and I will be giving this to her. So she does she doesn't own it, so it's all yours. Um, you can
2: rub it on her big t- fat tits.
1: And uh that was That's that was def- it. <laughs> <don't know>. <laughs> that was it. Uh, I started. I started Hooper uh, and didn't finish it. And I started Paprika, which is an anime. And Did it's, you it's not
2: finish Hooper something. because you were doing something, or you just didn't like it?
1: I was doing something. It was. Um, I couldn't. I was. I could only halfway pay attention to it. Um, so I. Jim Michael
2: Vincent and Burt Reynolds.
1: And I was very disappointed to find out that it was fucking a pan and scan version of it too. I, it. Eh. It doesn't really matter, but. From, they need to know, put that
2: out on like Blu-ray. Yeah, uh, that was a, uh, that was a fucking. I mean, honestly, never, yeah, i I like that movie. I've never
1: seen it, so it was is, a big
2: hit. At I'm gonna the have
1: time. to. I'm gonna have to finish it today.
2: You know, uh, the, after the Smokey and the Bandit, I mean, that was pretty fucking pretty awesome. That was the stunt during the stunt man thing too.
1: The intro's really cool with uh, and and he was in phenomenal shape. I noticed yeah. because. Like he's like zipping up his like I like the part where he, he's wrapping up his knee and stuff. And mm-hmm. He's uh he's putting on his ready leather, to go to war his leather pants and shit and his like he had no gut at all. It showed his like hairy belly right ah. above his right above his pants and like and dang. he's probably
2: older than you and I right now. <laughs> yeah, and we have, we have no belly at all either.
1: And stuff my belt is fucking just cutting into the bottom of my gut so bad right now
2: <laughs> that's why i take my pants off while i'm doing this i got a elastic uh, waistband i'm like oh,
1: god it's god. fucking hot in here uh all right that was it uh so let's take a break and come back and let's see i have killer nun open first so we're gonna do that all right uh, we'll be right back <laughs> 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 be
4: interested in GleeCast. You
1: watch your tone. No oh, wait, lady. Just... <laughs> hey, we're not forcing. <laughs> uh, I'm leaving you. it. Fuck it.
4: <laughs> if you're doing this podcast, perhaps you'd be interested in GleeCast.
1: <laughs> you watch your tone, young
4: lady. Hey, we're not forcing you to download the internet's best or at least most booze-filled podcast about Glee. You want to be me? Who doesn't sue? But we know we can't be. Instead, Erica and Emily. Uh, Emily and Erica. Who am I?
0: I just don't know anymore. Oh, i love to stay in chat, but I got a satellite interview. Some
4: Sorry, we get off topic a lot. The point is, we're a Glee cast following every new episode of Glee, <laughs> plus our sporadic bonus content on some of the greatest bad cinema that incorporates musical theater or sweet dance moves. I'm going to ask you to smell your armpits. The right or the left? I don't know That's that. the smell of failure your smells like dove mine has a pleasant lady speed stick scent kind of makes me think of candy canes your resentment
0: is delicious
4: visit gleecast.potomatic.com or search for us in the itunes store that's gleecast with a k part of the palaver.com family that's p-a-l-a-v-r.com boy the only thing
5: missing from this place is a couple dozen bodies limed and rotting in shallow graves under the floorboards
4: we're working on that
0: on the grass The lunatic is on the grass Remembering games and daisy chains and laughs Got to keep the lunis on the path The lunatic Is
3: in the hall.
0: The lunatics are in my hall. The paper holds their folded faces to the floor. And every day the paper boy brings more.
1: What a good album! We need more, we need more organs and music today. Um, we're back.
2: All right. First I wasn't uh, disrespecting uh, Glee cast when I grunted or whatever. <laughs> I was I was sitting on a towel because my computer chair is made of something that like my legs and shit stick to it. So I was sitting on a towel. Well, then the towel got really uncomfortable, and I was trying to um, situate it, and it made me grunt. And then I just had to rip it out from under my ass and throw it on the floor.
1: Yeah, so. we, we totally just messed up the beginning of their yeah. intro. Sorry about it? that. Sorry about that, girls of Glee Cast. Check the mood. I think they're actually on hiatus right now because the show's not on the air or something.
2: Yeah. Am I right? Did that show get canceled? I hope so. I mean... Um,
1: what? What? <laughs> <laughs> so our first movie of the day is Killer Nun or Suar Homicida. homicidi Omicidi. Uh, this uh, I'll, I'll uh, synopsize it here.
2: Okay. That okay. means I'm going to talk about it. Yeah. Ugh, God.
1: <laughs> uh A demented nun a sliding through morphine addiction into madness while presiding over a regime of lesbianism, torture, and death. Oh What
2: Really God damn that sounds good Sister well, Gertrude was one we
1: watched. Gertrude was my granny's name Ger, Sister Ooh. Gertrude is the head nurse nun In a general hospital Whose increasingly psychotic behavior Endangers the staff and patients around her Thank Okay you, so Arthur, your grandma
2: welcome. was a Killer nun Killer nun And your mom looked like Sally Fields
1: Yeah I just thought of that fucking yesterday When I started watching Hooper <laughs> <laughs>
2: Did you feel strange A little bit
1: with my hand in my pants, I felt a little strange. Uh-huh. So, what did you think of Killer Nun?
2: It was alright. Um, and here's what was that from? It was alright.
1: It was that was uh, that was a uh, sexy
2: beast. <laughs> yes, yes. God damn, that must have been a hell of an impression because you got. That right. Yeah,
1: I was working That's on said- my I was working on my Dolph impression yesterday. Listen, watching fucking. Uh, Diamond Dogs, because he oh, gives this little these little uh, monologues at the beginning, and he's talking about going to the... And it was awesome. I was like, oh man, this is a perfect one to go and practice. So.
2: You kind of gotta, gotta put your chin out and talk like you got your yes. jaw wired.
1: He kind of uh, does a does a weird thing with his ashes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> now you sound like fucking Bryn doing Sean Connery.
1: <laughs> 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 yes. Yes.
2: Yes, yes. I'm a, All right. Have anyway. a, I'm a podcast. <laughs> uh, is that show still on? Anyway, um, let's see. A demented nun. Oh, so, uh, you're. Oh, wait. I'm drinking this Sierra Mist that I got from Taco Bell yesterday, and it's like. Oh, no. But. Anyway, I do not want to drink the fracking juice today. I have to go to the doctor in a little bit. Anyway, okay. Well, see, this movie, okay, we're doing nunsploitation. Yes. Now, this movie, I – it's not a bad movie. It's not it, – it sort of like doesn't – I don't know if I want to say it doesn't know what it wants to be because 90% of the time while watching it, I felt like it was more a giallo. It didn't have didn't have you know like the classic uh, dude with leather gloves hands and you know shit like that. But I really felt like a giallo feel to it.
1: This is um no this this is uh we I I intentionally chose an Italian and a Mexican exploitation. I have really only seen um I guess Mexican and Spanish non exploitation. I haven't seen a ton um. So I was curious to see, and I and I mentioned to Zom in the middle of the week that maybe we should do a Japanese one because Ooh. I wanted to I, I wanted to get some different takes on it. And but this is the only Italian non exploitation movie I've seen or none movie I've seen. So I don't know if they're all kind of like if they all kind of have this feel or. And this well, is also a lot of a lot of them you see is like they're set in the convent uh-huh. and and you know and there's usually the they're usually doing the bad things to each other. Yeah, yeah. In this one, it's modern day and they're they're in a hospital, not in a convent, so they're free to leave and everything, so
2: Yeah. Well you can't really leave the Lord. Well that's true. He's always, You could he's
1: always he, watching you.
2: He's always watching, even when you're getting undressed. Okay, well so anyway when you're banging
1: uh, a banging a dude against a wall with a fucking awful face.
2: <laughs> an awful an awful face.
1: Her fucking Gertrude's fucking face, let me say <laughs> when she what? when she when she's getting nailed against the wall, her face like she looks like she's trying to shit.
2: Yeah, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. What's, that's a different that's a different genre. Shitting nuns. <laughs> but do you think that? Uh, okay, no. Uh, as far as uh, a Japanese nuns exploitation, I mean,
1: the reason th- I brought up Japanese is because it's not you know Italy, Mexico, Spain. They're all they're kind of, all they're largely Catholic, right? And so they'll have a certain you know perspective. Right, and then yeah. Japan is almost a non-Christian entirely. Right, so I'd like you know, and I feel like they'd have a more like a colder view of it, where they wouldn't worry worry too much about pulling <laughs> pulling punches or anything.
2: Well, yeah, but you know, whatever. I would say, um, Anita Ekberg was a hottie back in the day. I mean, that's like she goes way back, like the '30s or something. Um, um, she was born in the '30s. Yeah, born in the 30s. But she, so, I mean, in her heyday was like the 60s. Um, La, Dolce, but, La
1: Dolce Vita might be her best, her me, right. well, most well-known role. Fucking beautiful she was. She was in Amarcord. Yeah. And, yeah, well, a, no, maybe she, she wasn't in Amarcord, but she, uh, this is another.
2: She's Slovenian still movie, a, a pretty good-looking, what we call today a cougar or milf in this. Yeah. But it's but it, it doesn't pay off because you don't get to see the Eckbergs. The
1: the fucking gigantic ekberg. Yes,
2: which you know, I really did want to see. Uh, I really really did want to see. <laughs> really. Um now you did get to see uh there was an uh, another nun um who a younger nun and sh- you do get to see her uh her boobs and Anita Ekberg actually says, you know, something like you're always watching me. I, I know you're always watching me. You're always uh uh walking around with your with your I can't remember. She said she didn't say big, weighty breasts, but she said something to that effect.
1: She was the Italian Playboy Playmate of the Month in February, 19, February yeah. 1978.
2: I think she said your big fat knockers. No, but anyway, <laughs> um, the, the the deal is is um, sister Gertrude. Um, she's got some problems. She, she, <laughs> and uh, the main problem is is that she had. I think didn't she have a tumor? Or an aneurysm or something. And they had to do brain surgery on it. Right. Right. So – and which that was kind of a – that was really kind of gross looking. Uh, there was an actual part where you just see the top of her shaved head and this like flap where they – and they had cut into her mm-hmm. and stuff. So that kind of grossed me out a little bit. It looked like the um, uh, Spanish fly trap in um, – Venus fly, Spanish fly. <laughs> Is that a, a, a non-existent fly tra- <laughs> The Venus flytrap uh, – in Little Shop of That's what her head looked like. Um, but anyway, she, she has some fucking issues because she's had this uh, surgery and she's having lots of side effects including, um, I guess, hallucinations and really bad headaches and things like this. Well, then throughout the movie, um, as the time goes on – now this to me, it said it was just in a general hospital. But it seemed like it was kind of in a in a like maybe a mental hospital. Right. Uh, yeah, because like some the, of the people acted awfully fucking goofy. Yeah. You know, but that might just been them acting goofy. But um
1: and not all of them seemed injured. Like I mean there was a few guys yeah. with like crutches and stuff, but some guys were just wearing bathrobes, like kind of yeah. like you know, clockwork I mean clockwork orange, Jesus Christ. Uh
2: the work orange <laughs> what's the what's the movie i'm thinking of the jack nicholson shit the uh one flew over the coo- yeah, c- cuckoo's, cuckoo's nest. nest uh which starred jack nicholson who was in chinatown and as good as it gets bringing it back
1: around we all we bring it full circle here
2: full circle um like anita ekberg's Eckberg's areolas um and but all um <laughs> So anyway, now this movie, the the nun – I didn't see – okay, it did have some things in it that are familiar to nunsploitation. But I just didn't see it as being as much nunsploitation. First of all, I think some – I read somewhere, and of course it could be like a Texas Chainsaw thing where they said it was a true story or based on a true story. Right, right. Because even on the thing, it says – um, from the secret files of the Vatican, you know, which that does sound you know pretty hot. Uh, the secret <laughs> things they don't want you to know that's going on, and but the bad thing is, is in real life, um, what they do when they change up the nunsploitation thing is because they don't want it to be people to be outraged. They make them hot nuns instead of priest fucking little boys, <laughs> so you know. So it's kind of the same, but they just change that stuff around. But anyway. Um, you do have some. Um, well, you never. You don't really get to see the lesbianism. No. But you get to. But but you get the build up. But see. But like my, our sister Gertrude is. She's kind of um, the nurse ratchet of which one flew over the cuckoo's nest. She's kind of the nurse ratchet of this hospital. Because when she cracks her whip, everybody you know even though there's a mother superior, she still kind of rules she, been, I think
1: she's been there longer than anyone else she's
2: been there longer than anybody else and and she can get bitchy, so you don't know if if it's the brain aneurysm or the brain surgery, this cousin would be bitchy or if it's just that time of the month, like she stomps on this old lady's teeth.
1: Yeah, that was awesome. This lady puts her dentures in her drink at dinner and she just pulls them out and says, "That's disgusting," and stomps on them on the floor.
2: Well, uh, Sister Gertrude has a a um when she kind of goes off, she she hits me sexually in the the uh, <laughs> like the dominatrix kind of a thing. She gets really bitchy and mean, and it's kind of hot because <laughs> I like the uh the habit that just shows the face. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about that? But goddamn, man, that just fucking does it for me. <laughs> and she, they have in this one, they have the she now. Not all of them, I don't think, but they have like the square thing on the top. Head and then they put the thing over top of it, but you always wonder like, okay, what's underneath that? Oh yeah, you know. And they're so you know supposedly either never had sex or they or a whole. I just (laughs) farted. That came through on the. the, I got got so excited. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm sitting there with both my feet up on my desk, (laughs) like I'm almost like in a birthing position, (laughs) just
1: like sitting in your own filth, talking about hot nuns.
2: Uh, if I wouldn't have taken that job, I'll put my <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, let's, let's, all right, come on now.
1: We're focus. Focus.
3: focus.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, it is
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Okay, so anyway, there's there there starts to be like, a <laughs> glow. There starts to be some people getting killed and, and they lead you down this one path and, and, and it's not too hard to follow because I mean, you know, of the situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then eventually there's, there's this one doctor there and he kind of, uh, he knows what's going on with her. He knows her problems and everything. And yeah, she – I don't know if she kind of looks at him like he's persecuting her, but she's always trying to get him in trouble and shit. And uh, she eventually he, – he goes – he has to go away. And they bring in little Joe. Now, Little Joe <laughs> never once gave it away. Everybody had to pay and pay. <laughs> anyway, they bring in Little Joe, which is Joe D'Alessandro. And the reason I said that was because he is actually the Little Joe from the Lou Reed song, Take a Walk on the Wild Side. <laughs> which I think is funny because I was just reading about that right before we went on air. And it said that Lou Reed said that he was so stupid. <laughs> He said all you had to do was have a conversation with Joe D'Alessandro for uh, less than probably 30 seconds, and you realize he has an IQ of about 12, and he can't even tie (laughs) his own shoes and shit like that. But so anyway, Joe D'Alessandro shows up, and now it seemed to me – this was all dubbed, right? Yeah, Because, I mean, I – Joe D'Alessandro played the part of Pat the Cat, uh, Patrice – uh, Paul Patrice or whatever on uh, the TV show Wise Guy with Ken wall, and he did not sound like this, so that that hampers it a little bit too, but i don 't think he 's well, you know i'll tell you what when he was on Wise Guy, he did a pretty good job he was not a bad actor um, but he 's really he 's pretty young in this he 's really young, so I think this was when he was first it was after he got discovered by Warhol and you know made those Andy Warhol movies, but he is a younger doctor, and then – so, of course, then you have this young, good-looking guy with a big hog hanging in his trousers, <laughs> which you never get to see. You never get to see Ekberg's tits. You never get to see DeLisandro's cack. Nope. So it's kind of disappointing as far as that goes. Um, lots of – there, there are several, several murders that are done in some different ways – I like the way they
1: handled that. Uh, I thought that was pretty good.
2: Yeah. I, I just, I mean, the thing is, I, I, I feel like I'm stretching to find more stuff to talk yeah. about.
1: Well, um, because,
2: I mean, it didn't, it was, like I said, it wasn't bad. First of all, I haven't slept again. So uh, my brain isn't functioning other <laughs> than my manic uh, outburst throughout the whole show, which everybody's used to. But, um, it didn't really grab me as far as now like i said it had some it had like maybe one scene that led up to kind of a hot it had some sex in it it had like an old dude getting blown and fucked in and like, ridden on in the rain yeah but i mean it it just there's nothing in it that really um i don't know i it was it was all right it was worth a watch mm mm-hmm. mhm and I'm already getting into, like, you know, what you know, how I thought about it and stuff. But I just, I thought Eckberg, I think she, even as an older lady, I thought she, I think she's just, she, uh, I was just thinking about this the other day when you see, like, some of the, like, old porn stars or even movie stars, like, whether it's Faye Dunaway or whoever, and you knew them, like, Bonnie and Clyde, Faye Dunaway. Mm-hmm. And then you see her later on in, like, Barfly when she was older. But she's, even though she's older, or, uh, Jean Moreau, um, they they still are just stunningly beautiful. They're they're just they're more mature and they're older, but they still look fucking. They're still beautiful in the face. And you know she's a beautiful woman. She's you know pro- I don't know how old do you think she was in this? She's born she's in her thirties. She was born in thirty one.
1: And late late forties.
2: Yeah. So I mean she's like my age. So hey, <laughs> hey. Now she's an old lady, uh, and uh, she's broke. Really uh, from what I read, yeah, she didn't have any money. She she uh like had some health problems here recently and uh she didn't have any money and stuff. So that's kinda sad because she was a pretty big star and you know, was in you know, hooked up with like different lots of different uh Frank Sinatra and different guys she dated and stuff. But anyway, um I I I thought that and I don't want to give anything away, but I thought that some of the way that they were leading me was very obvious, mm-hmm. uh, and I knew that. I hate to say, well, I don't want to say it, but I mean, I just I, I, when they're obviously sending you in one direction, you know that there's probably going to be a fucking some kind of swerve, right, 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 something like that, and then you know it's not to me it wasn't too difficult. I mean, for me. It really it was not too difficult to figure out what the what the skinny was, right? So I don't know. I mean, so let, y'all, why don't you you know let me know what you you know you think or, or you know your notes or whatever? Because like I said, I just even when I was watching it, um, being non sploitation you expect uh, you know I, I just it wasn't as hot. <laughs> <It's what> I, <laughs> Well, the, it, was, it, it was a different. It was different. It wasn't straight up non sploitation I think it was more a, a, a melding of that and like giallo or yeah. like murder mystery. And which, I, I, li-
1: I like the giallo elements of it. And this is um, this. Let's see who directed this. What's this guy's name? Giallo Berutti. Giulio Berutti. Yeah. He uh, did not do anything else that I recognize. He did not do a lot. Oh, two titles he directed ever. Um, I I like what he was. I, I like the like the visual flair in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, this probably would have been a lot more kind of just mundane kind of movie if if it weren't for some kind of like psychedelic type stuff. Almost, yeah. Um, there, was yeah. Some, there was some cool music at times and stuff. Like as she's losing her shit the you know it's it it, it kind of flashes to you don't know what is you don't know what is uh i mean i guess you could figure it out but what is hallucination and what isn't right and there's that really random scene that i posted a screenshot of with her with standing next to the guy's big dick <laughs> uh, but that was kind of funny that's who I, I thought that might be Sandra for a minute but
2: i don't think it was
1: um she i like when she leaves the hospital and she's like <laughs> Unfortunately, she's wearing like a muumuu type dress, but yeah. she's, she's wearing a dress that's not very form fitting. But she's probably a little bigger than she's never. I mean, she's always been a a curvy lady, but you know, when you get near fifty, it, the the curves kind of smooth out a little bit. Uh, <laughs> the um, but that one dude she looks at that she said he's really good looking, but he's married. He must be married. Mm-hmm. yikes <laughs> i was like jesus have you never seen a man before like he's got this big fucking like, like <laughs> vagina on his chin this <laughs> like he's got this, that tacky goatee that's only on your chin like that was popular for about a year in the 90s and uh it's but it's fucking <laughs> huge it just looks like a big vagina b- i'll just tell my chin. friend
2: that since he's <laughs> well, uh, I, yeah i know what you're talking about
1: then. um yeah, she goes out all all out on this trip. She leaves the hospital because she's finally run out of the morphine that she's stolen. So she's going to buy some drugs in town. So she t- she takes her mother her mother's ring that she was saving for the hot big titted nun uh, and uh, <laughs> goes to buy drugs with it. And while she's out, she also gets nailed in a hallway of an apartment building. And now her sex against the wall face, like I said, it was really kind of gross because it could have easily been confused with a uh, like a a poop with sharp edges face.
2: (laughs) Maybe he was literally fucking the shit out. of
1: (sighs) Yeah. And um, so you've already seen. uh, What was her name? I just posted an image of her. Paola Mora. Um, the pl- she had a the- nice rack. Okay. Yes, she did, but she had this weird, like, dead tooth that kind of bugged me.
2: Yeah. Um, well, but- you know, I wonder, okay, uh, if, like, if your teeth go, if they're all even and go straight across, like you've had braces or whatever, you're uh-huh. really lucky. But then I know, like, okay, like, if you have one tooth that doesn't, that isn't, even like maybe it sits back just, just a little bit uh-huh. sometimes in pictures depending on how the lighting is it'll make it look like that tooth is darker oh, and you're okay. like well, wait a minute all my teeth are the same why does it look like I have a fucking black tooth
1: maybe that's what it was So
2: not that that ever happens to me <laughs> Um, but I had some pictures like that, and I'm like, does somebody not have teeth or did they not have a tooth there? And then you look, and it's just like one of them. They're not like completely even, so it's shadowed or she, something.
1: She did bring some major 70s bush to the table, though. So eh, yeah. yeah. Wow. You um,
2: uh, you, you, uh, uh, I I she, can deal with that. She and was it,
1: competing with that dude's chin beard.
2: Yeah. I'm <laughs> not a big fan of the of the fucking hair, but you know, it's the time. Do, it's, it's almost you. the eighties though. But you know, still in the eighties, even eighties point oh, yeah. women still had the the puss bush. The push it's push. just some of them, it, you know, they started trimming it down more as the eighties went on. Yeah. Now
1: I don't know if God. it's it might be piggish of me to say. I I think this role if e if, if, if Eckberg was just a little bit younger, it it might have been a little more effective role for her. Mm-hmm
2: and a little more willing to show some stuff.
1: Yeah, well, willing to show some skin. And maybe that was where it was coming from too cuz she she did like show her bare back once, like mm. like but she was still covered up by by sheets on the bed. Um but for the most part she stayed pretty bundled up. Now, like now I don't know how old what who what was Miss Ratchet's real name? Her nurse Ratchet? What was Is her? It- the real Nurse Ratchet. Yeah. Well, no. What, what? No. In the movie, what was the actress' name? Now she, she was uh, Eckberg. No, no, no. Nurse Ratchet in the in the in Cuckoo's Nest.
2: Oh, it was Louise uh, Fletcher.
1: Louise Fletcher. So I don't know how, like, age wise. I wanted to fuck her.
2: Right. I, I. That's so what I'm saying. Turn, I was always turned and 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 what's his name? Jack Nicholson was in the movie, but I thought she was hot in that movie. And just the bitchiness. I was always turned on by bitchy teachers and shit.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like she had that mysterious thing going where she was definitely bundled up all the time. Right. And but for some reason, Eckberg didn't have it because you got you're kind of torn. Because she has kind of a, a nurse ratchet thing going on, but then, like, she'll let her hair down and kind of show her shoulders and stuff. So it's got to be one or the other. Now, if I think if she was more along the age of Louise Fletcher, maybe she was, and she just looked a little older. I think it might have worked a little better. But, um, but yeah, Louise got,
2: Fletcher did not age well, believe me. Oh, really? I looked her up, and she's, whew, she, she got heavy.
1: Well, uh, um, she didn't. Uh, Eckberg kind of, kind of didn't age well either. She uh, she got a little froggy there.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Each man is the things he loves. <laughs> the um, she didn't age well either. Those are women really- just don't age well. <laughs> Not like us guys. We stay studs forever. <laughs> in our in our minds. We uh, so was that you and I that were talking about when we were talking about uh either John Holmes's cock or Delisandro's cock. I don't think it was me. And I think I can conf- I confess that when I fantasize about Having sex with a woman, I oh I don't that was think, that was
1: a, we, yeah. had, we talked about that yesterday. You
2: don't think that you don't think of yourself as having the dick that you have. You always think of <laughs> your, like having a porn dick,
1: and then you look in the mirror and you're like, oh
2: yeah, you're like, wait a minute, <laughs> I thought my remember it being larger.
1: <laughs> There's a really awful slash awesome dummy fall out of a window.
2: That was awesome.
1: The, <laughs> it was a bad one. Yeah, his arms are all stiff and everything. It was pretty cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> but. You know, I liked the murder scenes. I thought the, I thought they were pretty well done because they're they were very they were almost stylized. But and in in like that, that's the giallo aspect of it because you don't see the killer. All you see is the killer's hands, like the fucked up, like facial mutilation where he's like poking that woman in the face. Yeah, the that was pretty awesome.
2: It's pretty mean.
1: And the cotton in the mouth was pretty cool. And
2: so. well, I'll tell you another thing that, that that screwed mine up a little bit was I was watching it on my iPad, uh-huh. and there was a point where. The like the, the the soundtrack, the actual dialogue and everything got fucked up oh. with the picture. So things weren't synced up. Synced up and I mean good. I'm talking about – I'm not talking about like they were talking like a Japanese karate movie or Hong Kong karate movie. It would be like they would be on one scene and they would be talking about – Oh, shit. It was really fucked up. I didn't even notice.
1: I didn't – I don't think it – I, I watched it on my uh, PlayStation. I don't think it... Well, I think or, what happened you know was... I watched it on the computer, actually?
2: It was playing, and there was something that I missed or something, so I took my finger up to the thing and drug it back, ah. and it, it gets it out of sync. That's what happened, because that's what happened on another one we watched one time, too. Oh, but I nice. just continued on, because I was like, okay. It was toward the end and I didn't give a shit.
1: <laughs> um, Let's see. Yeah, that, but, I mean... It's not what I expected, but I think mm-hmm. I, I liked where it went. I was okay with it. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I, I had some some issues with it, but I mean, I thought it was paced pretty well. It's short, yeah, generally like yeah. an hour twenty five. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's I mean a nuns' exploitation giallo is almost what it was, and I, yeah. I'm you know I can say that I've seen one of those now, which is pretty cool. So
2: uh, we can get it at our ratings. <laughs> Um it's just it was middle of the road for me. Okay. Um I would give it about a 5. Point, uh 5.5, okay? Um it just it wasn't what I, and I hate to say it cuz that that's ju- prejudging it and then you're rating it on your prejudice, but I thought it was going to be something different. Uh, as far as a like like a slasher kind of a uh, like i said like a giallo slasher kind of a movie mm-hmm. uh, it wasn't bad it wasn't great um you know it was all, it was it was all right I'm, i mean i'm not saying that i hated it or that i'm you know i wish i wouldn't have watched it it was okay it yeah. just it just didn't like it didn't light my fire cool so I light. needed some expert jugs <laughs> i like i like porn where an older woman is seducing like a Nineteen-year-old girl or something like that, and we we kind of had that, but they didn't give us the payoff.
1: Right, well, it's I a, need the payoff. Did uh? So you said five point seven five, five point five, five point five. Okay. Um, I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. I liked it. I I mean I I'd, I I'd I would recommend this as like a different kind of film. Um, like a kind of a, a curveball, if you will. Um, I give That's this a good. six point six point seven five. Um, you know this is uh. It's different, and, you know. It was different, yeah. I liked it. it. Cool. Uh, So, 6.75 and a 5.5, a little better than average from Zom. Uh, (laughs) Let's take a break and change pace a little bit for some satanical pandemonium. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back. Do you find yourself looking for a different type of genre podcast? Do you find yourself on the weekends wondering when you will find that one film that might change your life? Well, then maybe you should check out The Gentleman's Guide to Midnight Cinema with your host Big Willie and the Samurai. (laughs) Bringing class to the trash since 1977 and rocking the house.
4: You can find The Gentleman at ggtmc.com.
0: Bringing class to the trash...
2: for you this and you right clutch hey what's uh, that song take my breath away was that from a movie it was in top gun okay yeah yeah okay there you go Yep, it was i uh, couldn't help but
1: sing who did that it was uh, uh berlin did that song
2: is that oh was that 99 luft balloons no no, no
1: no that was uh red balloons who did that song that was
2: Nana something.
1: Usually sung in German Nana? Maybe it's just Naina. Maybe. Yeah. Uh cool. Uh let's uh, we're gonna do satanical Satanical pandemonium. Sex La
2: Sexorcista.
1: La Sexorcista.
2: From bride of Christ to slave of Satan. 1975 Satanical Pandemonium A young nun Is tempted By visions Of forbidden Sexual fantasies To cross over To Satan <laughs> Um Yeah Yeah That's what it's all about Baby This one might be up More more up Zom's alley Fuck yeah I'm fucking jerking Right now <laughs> I was actually Just scratching my pubes
1: uh, same thing the, the, uh, cheese. Ah, so, this is more of a traditional nun's exploitation with a, a nun getting just, uh, just fucked up by a, uh, you know, a handsome man in the woods with an apple. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's the way I like it. This had to have taken, this probably took place, uh, I don't know if they ever said the year, but I, w- I would assume 17th, 18th century. Everything's, you know, People still living in their clay houses with the yeah. and raising sheep and stuff. So um, this is a this is a Mexican film, as I said earlier, and uh, it's paced like one. So you know, go into that, go in knowing that because you know Mexican horror films are always a bit slower. They have a classic approach to the horror film. So, um, but the uh,
2: the sort of uh, hammerish,
1: yeah, yeah, kind yeah. Um, yeah, because you got a, you got a mix of the of sleaziness too. So. That's a good, oh good, yeah, good description. So, um, Cecilia Pezzet plays Sister Maria. Um, she is cute, as she looks kind of like Winona Ryder at times. Um, and she is the uh, the the target of the Lucifer, Luzbel Satan's character, who is Kevin a, Sullivan, a guy, <laughs> the, the Taskmaster. Shows up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would have been a different movie. <laughs> he shows up wet and naked at the beginning.
2: That devil.
1: Uh played by a guy named Enrique Rocha who uh is still around. He's acted in quite a bit of stuff. So um he's the
2: devil. He can get jobs.
1: It's true. He doesn't age. I feel like I've seen him before. I would really have to dig
2: into Yeah, this, I did this. too. I I've I thought it, he looked like somebody who maybe was in maybe not a spaghetti western but in a like mm-hmm. a uh, mm-hmm. uh old school Italian gangster film or yeah,
1: something. Yeah. He he uh, He's a good looking guy. I mean, he's, uh, he, he, uh, yeah, he plays, uh, he, he doesn't like, he plays a big part in the movie, but really it's his character that has a big, Mm. is a big part. He's not in the movie a ton. So, um, but, uh, he's introduced really early on. As I said, showed up naked and wet and scaring the shit out of Mexican Winona Ryder. Uh, or did he, or did he? Uh, she runs off immediately and goes and prays at this little, like, crude wooden. I think the only
2: thing that around. scared her was that her fucking pussy. <laughs> all,
1: of a sudden, all of a sudden, had a had a springing to life, a, damp, a dampness <laughs> that she did not know until then. <laughs>
2: she had a badger between her fucking legs. All of a sudden, with <sighs> an afro,
1: <laughs> and uh, in <laughs> in uh, in true uh in true non exploitation form, uh, they established the Mother Superior as a total cunt early on. Yes. Um, this is, like, she,
2: this is a true story.
1: She comes in, pushes around her, uh, I guess, servants? There's these... Uh, there's
2: Yeah, that was kind of... I didn't like that. Oh, I, I, okay. I actually did like that, but I didn't... It, <laughs> I don't know how to say this. It was too... Um...
1: Too political for your titties and whipping.
2: Yes, exactly. <laughs> but it, but it was—I I, really—it did, you know—it was really shitty, and it made you feel like really bad. That one girl, I really felt for her because she was like, you know, uh, she—all her family were slaves. She grew up a slave, and she went to embrace Jesus Christ, and she's basically still treated like a piece of shit.
1: Yeah. Well, they're, they're made to sleep in the in the second cellar. Class. They sleep on like burlap sacks on a pile of straw, and like That's she awesome. just she just cries all the time. She has to like she's like her job is to like clean the place and serve everybody food and everything. It's too too. Uh, I guess they're African American. They they. I mean, she says slavery. I don't know if slavery was a thing in Mexico, but um, maybe she just left the Union and came down. But uh, she uh, she had left slavery and joined the 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 convent as like an escape and she thought it would be, you know, that everybody would be equal and they're not. So it was kind of a interesting side um, story to throw in, especially in a Mexican film.
2: It wasn't in, uh, was it in Walker that when they talked about like Nicaragua and some of those places that they actually did, they went in and they'd kill off like all the, um, indigenous people. And then they brought slaves over, uh, oh, they actually know. did yeah, they actually did bring slaves to South America, uh, and that's why you have a lot of um like you know Roberto Clemente was from Puerto Rico, but he was you know very dark skinned i mean yeah. he looked like more like a you know african american well, I guess South America, so it could still be african American yeah they did it's
1: they black. did uh, stay it bl-
2: black it's okay yeah, yeah black <laughs> but I mean, but the the Europeans did bring Slaves to, uh, South America, you know, I don't know about Mexico. I'm not sure, but still, I guess
1: guess slaves weren't really African American either since they weren't granted citizenship. So they're just, I don't know. Anyway, the, um, what? Black. Black. Um, so, uh, the, the Satan character keeps, uh, we, we, he keeps appearing to Maria, Mm -hmm. um, and he keeps trying to get. He really wants her to get the. He really wants her to eat this apple.
2: <laughs> Chompy, Be chom, chomp! Chomp!
1: Now I wish. I wish it was a big shiny dildo instead. But
2: <laughs> or, yeah, he
1: just shows up and it's just like blah, blah, like flopping around in his hand. That would have been awesome. Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> or no, he, she puts. He puts it up to her mouth and she she starts. It touches her lips and then it 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 turns into his like dick or his ballsack an old man's ball sack <laughs>
1: it's just like and it's just like kind of swinging back and forth and like hitting their nose. play of
2: shit like oh I'm just <laughs> sallow i don't know if i can should be that's <laughs> another thing and all and okay. the
1: um now the the self now how do you say this word flagellation yeah now was that scene now I, I was it a real was it really showing how it, how it would go down or was it exploitation or was it both
2: I it think was it showing was, it exploitation. You see that in goddamn like uh, those dumb fucks. Oh well, I shouldn't say that because two each of them. But see, she's not doing it for sexual gratification. Although what she's doing, it, it
1: Paul Bettany's character did. Yeah, in one, in one of those
2: the of those fucking stupid ass Da Vinci thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but. They're supposedly, you know, they're the, you know, the flesh is weak, so they're punishing themselves and whatever. But I mean, like when she's doing it, <laughs> it was hot because it was like she's, well, she, her
1: titties were out, she was kind of sweating, and yeah,
2: and and when you know, like when Bentley was doing it, he's like, Argh, you know, and it's like, you know, but I guess you know, if he, you could take it like uh, he's getting off on the pain. The pain but yeah. I felt like more like he was like uh you know, uh, you know, withstanding the pain or whatever, doing that with her, it was like, uh, uh, and, and it's like you know, she's kind of you know, her 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 moans of pain were moans were, were very close to moans of goddamn. Oh, so she um, beat my she, supple butt.
1: She's constantly tempted by Satan, so she decides to you know, uh, that's when she whips herself and she wraps this like. I don't know something with like this rope with spikes on it around. Yeah, herself.
2: I didn't like that. That was kind of that was that that was too far for me.
1: So instead of like the you know the crown of thorns, she's got a a belt of thorns in a sense, and she wet, she wraps that around her waist and and gets all bloody and then starts whipping. Well, herself. that's
2: what Bentley put that thing on his
1: leg. Oh, okay, okay. He I don't ratchet, know what I don't know what that's called. I'm not. I don't. I don't is have a no like background on that like a
2: scourge or something? Or I don't. Be. Whatever. This goddamn Catholics are so fucking weird. That's why <laughs> this is so great. <laughs> But uh, I do, so weird. I do
1: like in this one how there's like that funky theremin sound every time that Satan's about to appear. It's like, yeah, that's kind of neat. Yeah,
2: the um, and and when he would appear and there and then when he would disappear, there'd be like a poof. <laughs> or sometimes he would just disappear, but sometimes there'd actually be like a like they 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 set off some sulfur or something, and there's this big thing of smoke and a flash farted. It was pretty. It was pretty uh, <laughs> low budget special effects but still yeah, it, was. It, I mean,
1: it was the it was just the he's there and then he isn't kind of disappearing
2: <laughs> yeah stop camera get yeah. out of the frame start yeah, camera yeah.
1: um i mean the whole the whole scene would jump you know the uh but yeah he uh he finally he he comes into well a nun comes into her room and she's like i've got to talk to you it can't be mother superior and you know that's when the we get some we get some lesbianism uh uh-huh. where she kind of, but then like in the middle of it she's like i've just been in love with you this whole time and we find out that uh uh we find out that it's actually
2: <laughs> when she said that to her that's what the other <laughs> nun did right in her face that. uh
1: it's that it's you know no, it's fish actually
2: makes me a fish sandwich, girl.
1: it's actually lucifer uh <laughs> so he starts like the well the nun starts uh kissing on Maria's titties and she's really into the titty kissing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she did not stop that. Uh, but then all of a sudden he comes he comes back up and it's every the nun comes back up from off off frame out of frame and it's uh Lucifer's face. He's still wearing the habit which is pretty funny. It's um, like Thomas. But it was a cool line when he tells her he's like if you want me just think of me. I'm everywhere. And that's when I've, she's I've fucked. I've
2: used that line before. <laughs>
1: That's not creepy My at ex-girlfriend.
2: <laughs> all. My ex girlfriend. I used to. I could talk weird shit to her like that.
1: Not creepy at all. Um, yeah, it was creepy,
2: but it was cool.
1: I mean, and she shows them quite a few times. But Maria has some nice, perky little tits, man. Oh
2: yeah, she, she was she, she was young and supple.
1: She's got kind of a bony ass though. It was kind
2: of yeah, small. yeah, yeah. I noticed that because she had like the, the 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 kind of soft butt cheeks, but then she had the bony thing up yeah, there.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: the so. uh, sacrum.
1: That's technical. So she, she, I think she's the only nudity in the whole movie. No, 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 no. no. There was the it the, was there one
2: other the, uh, the orgy thing there. Oh,
1: right, 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 right. Ah, the, uh, all right, the orgy. <laughs> I've taken screenshots of that one before. <laughs> um, <laughs> so she starts to kind of losing her shit, like just like you know, like in the previous film where it was tied to brain damage. This one is total. Well, I don't know. They kind of they kind of present something at the end that maybe that it's not, but it's kind of related to just her being overwhelmed by the evil. Um <laughs> the uh so I mean, she s- tries to seduce this like 14, 15-year-old kid. And I talked about this briefly on the Facebook group. What a fucking little ingrateful Dude. bastard. I mean, come on.
2: Uh well, yeah. No, I'm telling you what, when I was 14, if a fucking if a chick that looked like that c- climbed on me and shit like that, I would have. I don't think I would have been embarrassed. You would have lasted like thirty seconds, and it would have oh, been yeah. the greatest thirty. Then seconds I'd have fell asleep life. just like I do right now.
1: You, <laughs> thirty years later, you'd be yep. sitting there in your desk chair jerking off, thinking about when you were the fifteen. Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and the nun came on to you. Um,
2: Memories. I wish I was Catholic.
1: So she uh yeah, there's that and like he just runs away. She like start she like nibbles on his earlobe and stuff. It's pretty hot. And
2: uh Yeah, and no, you know that's kinda that's fucking uh uh that kid looked pretty young too in real life.
1: Mm-hmm. So Um she um I mean she starts seeing things like all these the nuns are doing their is it genuflecting? Is that what it's called the What they the cross thing I don't know what that's called, but they uh they're do that in front of the saint uh there's a painting of a saint, and she when she walks up to it, there's a pretty cool like weird bat looking creature in a pope hat or a cardinal hat like on the I thought that was pretty i like that painting that was yeah, yeah, yeah yeah um but uh yeah, i mean <laughs> she this lady she just she gets a little play from. From the big uh, evil boss man, and uh, she just totally goes off the deep end. Like she's into lesb- now she's into lesbianism, stabbing bitches. Uh, <laughs> she throws away her prayer book. She uh, one—you uh, know—the the, 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 the one of the the poor black ladies. Like she's all depressed. She's trying to hang herself, and she just comes in and just pushes her off the bench. Like <laughs> take that, yeah, take that whore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, she just uh and again the fucking ingrate comes back again, this time even worse because he has a naked chick in his bed and he's still like yeah. No, no, fuck you. <laughs>
2: Get off me. So he she, he But then, she then
1: should, again,
2: maybe if it would have been, you know, maybe he was
1: She shows him what I don't want
2: to delve too far into it, but he might have maybe he was gay.
1: Could have been. Well he she uh she definitely uh showed uh showed him what, what the Catholic Church thinks of the gays. Uh <laughs>
2: Yeah, damn right.
1: <laughs> and that was pretty brutal. They, I mean, they
2: moved. They moved the kid to another school.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. Now, the uh that that was a pretty pretty a long, oh, violent right. violent scene. I was trying to. I, I lost take my place on my notes. I had to take a deep breath. I was
2: like, Jesus Christ! I was getting a little,
1: getting a little flustered. It's okay. um, getting a little warm in here. <laughs> woo, woo, turn the fan on. Um, turn the
2: fan on, baby.
1: But that was a pretty, anyway. uh, pretty graphic scene for, for this particular kind of movie, you know, like, I mean, usually when they show a stabbing in a, in a kind of, in this kind of film, it won't show like penetration by a knife. And it, I guess in a, in a way it didn't really in this either, because you could tell it was one of those knives where the, the blade collapses into the handle, but it yeah. was still, you know, I mean, the idea was there and like, that was, it was very, very bloody, mm-hmm. um, the uh, Yeah, my note is, it doesn't matter if he's young. That is probably most guys dream to have a sexy older woman of authority sneak into their room at night. And this little asshole just is like, no.
2: Fucking son of a bitch. He ought to, he should rot now. No, he should go to heaven and be fucking just bored to death. <laughs>
1: That's a dumbass kid. Uh, dumb could ass. have had a hot piece of, of authoritative ass from an older lady, but he had to puss out and get mutilated. Way to go, idiot.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you dumb fucker. That's what we get. That's what we take from this movie. Stupid little <laughs> fucking idiot. I
1: hate him. We, we learned nothing. We learned nothing from this movie. <laughs> <laughs> There's n- no lesson at all. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, and I mean, Order she just is there or is there she just, you know, goes farther and farther. And, um, you know, the, the satan's like you know i want i want charge of this of this thing you know these women are going to look up to you and blah 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 so this is this is you can either have this or you can give me the convent and some of the images they show are pretty cool the uh she's like this is what's going to happen to you if you just give yourself up and let the you know let the church do what they will with you and it's like you know talk about pouring lead down your
2: your throat and
1: and raking her with this fucking, like, big iron claw thing, and...
2: That still was kind of (laughs) hot.
1: I took screenshots of that, too.
2: Um, Instead of lead, it would be, like, a big bucket of bukaki.
1: Yeah, and that's when we get the whole, like... (coughs) What happened... Oh, God. That's what... (laughs) That's what, uh... When we get the, uh... When you mentioned the other nudity scene, where all the nuns have just fucking gone off the deep end, they're just like prancing around. They're play, frolicking, playing lutes. And yeah.
2: and, <laughs> uh, so and even the yeah yeah okay yeah good. Uh, but we can get it. We can get into your notes here. Well yeah okay. Let's get into my notes. Wait a minute where are, where are my notes? Um, um, <sighs> this one is just uh, this is nunsploitation to the max. Okay. <laughs> and and the way, uh, the one thing that i that's different is i like the fact that um okay you can say well, whether it's mental illness or whether it is you know stress related mental illness whatever or if it's the devil but i i like the the idea of the 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 devil you know yeah. Yeah. uh just tempting him and fucking with him and shit like that um The one thing the devil does that's always fucked up though is whether it's in like uh, uh, that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie about uh, end of days. (laughs) Uh, Like the devil has the mother and the daughter and he's having a threesome fucking them and stuff. And they start kissing but then their faces like melded together into like some kind of weird monstrous creature. But that's like he fucks with her because she's all horny and shit. And he makes – or he makes her like super-duper horny and super-duper – she's like – she's insane with lust. Mm-hmm. And But then he fucks with her because she'll do something and you're like, oh, that's pretty good. And then the person she's doing it with will turn into somebody else. Right, right. And you're, whether it's him or somebody else. And you're like, well, goddamn, that kind of ruined it, you motherfucker. But if, but if you look at it this way from the devil's perspective, it would be cool because he's he's fucking just abusing the shit out of her, which is great. Um, <laughs> hot young chick. Anyway, but the, the, um, I liked the, the nun outfits in this, uh, for some reason they, they looked, uh, a, a lot. Well, <laughs> they looked m- like the one in the other movie. They, they, they kind of looked more like hospital ish, you know, yes. Uh, they were, but they were, were
1: kind of white off white and these, yeah. are, they're light blue and they always take the, uh, the, the main like head piece off so they yeah just, they
2: have the different layers kind of a thing yeah. uh, you have the the the, the 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 iron sheet kind of thing on top of the head take that off and then you have that little like um, it almost looks like a little hoodie thing which I like that. I don't know what it is, but there's just something about the nun fucking thing, and and, and then, man, there were, like, absolutely nothing underneath there, and she's peeling this shit off, and I'm like, oh, god! every goddamn time she started taking that shit off, she would just, like, go into crazy mode and -hmm. get naked, and I liked when um, the visual of when she would have, like, blood on her, like, whether she was naked and had blood on her, but when she had the nun outfit on and had, like, blood on her, either on her right fucking face or on their hands or something like that. It just looked creepy, but it was caught, too. I don't know. <laughs> this movie touches me in a way that I don't even understand. But anyway, <laughs> it's very strange. Um, but um, I think the whole concept of you know the, the, the whole titillating thing – now, I don't know. I would imagine, okay, if you're a boy – because some people say, well – if you're not catholic then you know you can look at this and and you know you you're probably you don't look at nuns like something sacred and you know you're like ah oh, it's a hot chick or whatever but i think being a guy when i was 12 years old and you hit puberty and you have every goddamn all these hormones are just fucking running through you more, more than blood you just have hormones in your body that right. are just making you go nuts um, I remember school teachers and shit like that that some of them weren't even that good looking and you just were like oh, I like the fuck the shit out of her and I want to fuck the shit out of that one and that one and this one and that one and this girl in my class and all that. and I can't imagine that guys that are in the Catholic church or boys when they hit puberty and stuff that if it's a Semi decent looking because it's just what you're exposed to. Yeah. It's a woman, you know, and that's just, you know, you're a human being. So, anyway, there's that. Um, The chick, uh, the main girl, I thought she was another reason I like, I've always said about like uh, having like some kind of nun fetish. I don't generally like, um, like when they have like porno chicks. That look like they have, like, tats and shit like that.
1: It needs to be be a person that probably could pass as... Yeah, it takes it
2: totally out of it. This chick just looked like a uh, young uh, girl, and she had her hair cut short, you know, like they would probably have underneath their thing or whatever. And, uh, you know, semi-short or whatever. Um, But the... The devil thing—he looked kind of cheesy in some parts because of the time period. He had on like an outfit that looked kind of <laughs> like a like, uh,
1: Dracula cape.
2: Well, know, yeah, kinda like, kinda yeah, like kind of like Dracula-ish. Um, but um, the thing with the boy was—it was, but it was still, even though he didn't do anything. I think if he would have done something, maybe it would have been. It probably would have took you out of it and took you straight into like a porno kind of a thing, like yeah. Kate Park or something. Because so it was just that tempting thing, and she's just like you know, uh, she just like a, 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 turns into this like predator or something. So then um, there were several times throughout this where I mean. When you're seeing the devil and he appears and then he disappears and there's these flashes and the you know music and all that shit, okay, it's just like the other movie where you're you you are being led down this path, but then they leave you with kind of like okay, was this this or was this something else? And I like to think it was what it was. <laughs> With the, I like to—I mean, I'm not like a true believer or anything. But as far as the movie goes, I like the 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 devil just fucking pulling strings and being an asshole or not being an asshole, depending on how you look at it. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're like fucking Aleister Crowley, you're like he wouldn't be an asshole. He's yeah. Just, now, doing did, what thou
1: wilt? Did the ultimate result of what would have happened if she led the convent? Did it really look all that bad? Bunch of chicks sitting around with their tops off, playing guitar. Looks like a place I'd
2: want to hang out at. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyway, you know, um, this one was a lot more titillating for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, whatever. Um, I I thought. I mean, it was. It was still. It had horror elements, uh, a lot of them. But I think the other one had the more giallo horror mm. stuff, whereas this one added some mystery well everything to me even like i said when she would kill somebody and she would like you said she would take her clothes off or and she'd get like blood on her on her naked body or what, or something like that and it was just more sexual than um i don't know i just
1: didn't see it I really like the way I really like the way the the habit or the I guess the dress part of it comes off because it's not they don't button it down the front it's right. like it pulls from the neck and the it just re- reveals the whole torso at once
2: yeah yeah she you can just drop it and let it and just yeah 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 and they, yeah,
1: yeah. they it keep it stays bunched around their waist so like yeah. they still have the skirt part but the the tits are out good stuff
2: and I I, I do <laughs> like when she when she would go into the you know much like uh, Anita Eckberg. In the other one, where they you know go into that fucking crazy bitchy mode or whatever, that was mm-hmm. kind of hot, but like I said, I think this one was more it was more just done for i just didn 't get like any kind of like oh my god the, the the only part that really bothered me was when the one girl and that was just when she was when she was talking about her family being slaves, and she she wanted um, um, to be free of that and to To, you know, be in God's arms or whatever. And then when she did, she was still treated like a second class citizen or whatever, or like a slave. And then when she, when she hung herself and then at the part in toward the end, when she was in the thing, just standing there with the noose around her neck oh yeah as one of the characters that was the one th- the one thing that just kind of bugged me cuz it really that really was wh- awful because you would think okay uh, just being empathetic and putting yourself in the person's position can you imagine okay your whole family is slaves you're brought up as slaves you're you're treated like a like you're like cattle or like an animal and then you're told all this all this time that you know uh, religion you know God loves you. Jesus loves you. You know, embrace the Lord. Da-da-da. So you go and join a convent, and then they treat you just like that too, because they did. I mean, they treated them like servants basically. And and when they showed where, like the 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 nuns would stay and have their own room or whatever, mm-hmm. and they they were almost like in like a, a a barn or something. They laid on straw and shit. That was kind of just, just. But I mean, it made a good point. Yeah. You know, so I guess that may. There's stuff like that in there that that uh, make this more than just. Like I said, it's not just. And it's not really like a softcore porno movie. No, uh, no, no. And the same. I think with this. Like, did you see. You, did you see Ilsa, She Wolf of the SS? Yes. Okay. I think this one, even though this one still was sexually titillating and stuff, I saw Ilsa and. It was more – I think I think the satanico-pandemonium, Exorcista Sexorcista, was, is uh, – it has a little bit more of a message. And it's, it's – Oh, no, well, yeah. Not, there's
1: there's no message in Ilsa.
2: <laughs> yeah. Ilsa just is – it's just nothing but titillation. It's nothing but gore. But it's gore for gore's sake and sex for sex's sake. Right. Whereas this one – it's handled in a, in a different way, even though you have that, and it does titillate you. It's almost like an S and M thing where uh, Ilsa was okay. The, they're going to do this stuff, and then you're just going to fucking and fucking fucking fuck and jizz all over the girl, or whatever. Whereas in the S and M thing is more, um, you know, whoever the dominant person is is going to do this stuff, but you don't really get. All the way to the okay. Now we're gonna fuck. You never right, do that. Right. It's it's weird. It's like a it 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 takes you to a certain uh, to a different thing. Whereas uh, Ilsa and that shit is more just kind of sleaze for sleaze sake. This isn't. This is sleazy sort of, but I don't think it's all out just nothing but sleaze. I got you. I, I don't even know if I'm making sense, but that's oh, why yeah. that's I you know. And and then like I said the other one the, the the killer nun thing I didn't think that was that sleazy at all. I just thought that was like kind of a straight up okay this is a uh, killer murder mystery giallo yeah. kind of a thing and I didn't get the sleaze thing right. other than just some gratuitous nudity.
1: Well, whatever. Well, we can get into our ratings. Um I I thought this was you know, especially for the genre, I like this one better than the last one. Mm-hmm. Um it, like I said when I started it's slightly slower paced than some like horror type films that you'll see, but uh it's still a pretty short movie, so um and if you like if you like nuns doing naughty things, you'll probably dig this one, so, um, Ciao. I give this one a seven point two five
2: out of ten <laughs> I think that I would give this movie right about the same uh 7.25 i was going to say 7 but you know uh, I, for what it is um yeah. i thought uh, i enjoyed it it's it's low budget yeah um but it's different it pu- it pushes your buttons but like i said there's a little bit more to it it's not just a uh. a crude instrument for sexual uh release yep or awesome something. even though i still had sexual release with my crude instrument <laughs> or something
1: cool let's take a break uh, it's a good 727 uh, slash 7.25 pretty even scores there so <laughs> let's take a break come back and do some feedback and I got a shit we'll
2: be right back <laughs> uh, <laughs> did you know that Asian people prefer being called orientals did you know that Ching Chong, Ching Tong, is a respectful salutation in all Asian cultures? Did you know that paper cuts can cause massive arterial sprays in Orientals? No? Well, then you should listen to Podcasts Without Honor and Humanity, the Internet's fourth best Asian film podcast. Every week, your host, Jake McClarchus, will cover two Asian films that can range from the obscure to the Notorious, from a Sunny Chiba werewolf film to a gore atrocity. From Category Three to the Korean New Wave and beyond, tune in at the website podcastwithouthonoredhumanity.libsyn.com. Libsyn is spelled L-I-B-S-Y-N, or you can just search "Podcast Without Honored Humanity" in iTunes. So give Podcast Without Honored Humanity a shot and get cultured. Flawless victory.
1: It's a little stretch here, sorry.
2: Did you play that in a Quentin Tarantino movie?
1: Yes, Death Proof.
2: Uh, I was gonna say, I know I'd heard that somewhere. Yeah,
1: right at the end. After
3: Spoiler Alert
1: Kurt Don't Russell say gets it. his fucking dome caved in.
3: <laughs>
1: no. Alright.
2: Time for feedback, motherfuckers.
1: Feed sack. Oh, I needed to ask, what did you think of James entry to the uh, white snake contest last week?
2: Uh, I have made a ruling on that. He has been disqualified from the contest. uh Uh-oh. Because from what I heard, like all Australians, he kept saying silver and gold. (laughs) It is silver and gold. You're out. (laughs) Justin wins. Well, we
1: got one more this week.
2: Oh, well, wait a minute. Fuck Justin. (laughs) He didn't have any heart. Will knew it. Will knew it. Uh, no, I thought it was great. He was. I I, I. I have listened to it about ten fucking probably twenty times. I even played it for some people at work after I explained to them what it was all a boot. And excellent job. job. Like, what the Whatever man. that guy. What was his name? <laughs> James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. That guy. All right. Um, Did a good job. Took his shit out to the shed and fucking went wild. <laughs>
1: up <to> the shed. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I wish I had a shed.
2: Um. Of you have your own, you could just go out there and cry. I don't
1: know if I played this one last week, so let's start it and see.
2: No, I not. That's what's-his-face. Metal Justin. Mikey.
5: I mean Metal Mikey. Call me again, because I got a fucking head cold, and my brain is just suffering from all kinds of delusions from my illness. And I, illness. of course, I'm going to call not to enter this contest... This little greatest gilf of all time, every Coverdale day old contest. No no no. I don't need to win prizes to sing to silver and gold because you know what? I'm paying tribute oh, to a magic sing. night of silver and gold the, that night in a Cincinnati hotel for <laughs> Whore Hound Weekend where you both brought out the tub of Vaseline and said pucker up buttercup and I did indeed. Pucker up what? So the Silver and Gold You're Podcast right. for making me laugh. While snorting up snot and all sorts of various crap that's coming out of my fucking nose and throat. Here you go. I'll
4: be a fool for your loving no more. A fool for your loving no more. Jesus more. H. Christ. I'm so tired of trying. I always end up crying. Fool for your loving no more. I'll be a fool for
5: your loving
3: no more.
5: And you know what? I also have another special message for the <laughs> Silver Go Podcast. Let me pass the phone over.
4: Baby Skeletor, coming in once more. Sure. I say I do have a head cold, so fuck
5: someone <laughs> gone. <golden. laughs> I, I I got the phone again, so
2: yeah, oh. take it easy.
5: And I talk to you again soon. Goodbye.
2: Who the fuck was that?
1: <laughs> I don't know. All right, um, should I save the White Snake entry for last, or should I, or we we'll go ahead and play it now? Does it matter? Let's save it for last. All right, okay. Some here's a Ring of Honor report from our roving reporter Emily. Roving reporter, what the? Well, fuck?
4: hi there, it's Emily. Um, not calling in my not trunk at all. Recap of Ring of Honor front row, um, <laughs> June 2012. Okay, so yes, in front row, um, ow. And if anyone <laughs> watched it, you would have seen. Um, Maybe me in the front row, um, constantly drinking beer and maybe occasionally wincing. Because seriously, like, it, you know, they got close and it looked like it really hurt, but it probably didn't. Um, okay, so a few observations.
1: Hang on. It probably didn't.
2: This guy's going to wa- take all them pain pills for now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want to see. Uh, Emily, just try this. On your living room floor, just fall backwards onto your back and see if it hurts. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but you have to you have to remember Emily fucking like falls down and hits her legs and <laughs> she, toes. And feet. She might be yeah,
1: she might be uh she might be uh, she might She's be
2: impervious it. to pain. She's the Mick Foley of the fucking uh podcast world. Hollowver Family of Podcasts. <laughs> Should they still say Palaver Family of Podcasts? No, it's gone. By the way. Good. Right. Sorry, Stefan.
4: Um it started out I had really bad luck because everybody I wanted to win didn't win. It's what? my fault because I tend to like the heels cuz they're usually more What? Things. And I'm sorry, uh, but I'm still uncomfortable by the Briscoe uh, Visco Brothers. I Brisco don't brothers. like that they're like Southern and Confederate and seem to have Confederate pride. It creeps me out. And so therefore, I didn't want them to win. Um, but surprise, surprise, they did because they won every single fucking time they about to bring of honor. <laughs>
2: the um, but, is and then following yeah. that was... Um,
4: I don't remember. Oh, 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 oh um, homicide versus Eddie Edwards. And I liked Eddie Edwards just because he looked kind of nerdy. So Edwards. I was all for him. Um, But again, nope, didn't win. Nope, not at all. Um So you shouldn't start.
1: Shit, accidentally. <laughs> I think I just caught that. I just stopped the recording by accident. So sorry, Emily, I'm, I rewound a little bit. Oh, so we're recording right now? Yeah, we're recording right now. Jesus.
4: But again, nope, didn't win. Nope, not at all. Um, Following that, I think things started to turn my way. Because then it was, uh, I don't know, one of the Irish guys and um, Adam Cole.
3: He, okay.
4: he lost a lot of teeth, and literally. like There were teeth, and there was somebody that ran on the ring and gathered the teeth. Yeah, which I saw gross, that. But it was actually a really good was match. that
1: real? Even yeah. though it started
4: out with nice. people it booing it, because it was kind of dull, but then it got really good, and was cool, and I was happy. Um, Other stuff happened, and more stuff happened.
2: More um, stuff We're about six beers um, in
4: uh, recap, cup don't reporter, don't Emily. Between this, I drank a lot of beer, so... <laughs>
2: Gee, a lot of gears. Um,
4: more stuff, more blood than not more blood, stuff. than blood, than not blood. And then, um, finale match was, a, as I think everybody knows, Kevin Steen versus the Wolf guy. Um, good match.
2: Sunny Chivas? There was a
4: ladder, it was used, there were <laughs> props, they were all used. All good times. Um, I really thought there was something uh, more important to say. But I have a feeling those 8 or 12, I don't quite remember, it was one of the two numbers of um, beers affected my Twelve beers. observation. But um, Jesus rock on. Goodness. I'll be there again in December. So I'll maybe have a more coherent recap. a <laughs> more coherent recap. I think it might be less coherent. But um, we'll see. So, okay, bye.
2: And we got Emily one. might be a horror hound if the cirrhosis doesn't <laughs> kill her.
1: Uh, she called back. I don't know what this one is.
4: Okay, I totally remember the other thing. So, at one point, um, I guess Mike Bennett, who is the Boston heel, comes up and is just like, boo, New York, New York sucks, I love Boston, I'm Irish, blah, 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 blah. And he's the one who always has the manager and his, like, really skinky girlfriend. Um, so, they're doing their thing. And then this guy comes up, and I've read his name, but I know his name was Mike, which is confusing because then there were two Mikes. And he was like, what, what, Long Island, I'm from Long Island, I'm from New York, what, what, 631 area code, represent. Right, which I'm all excited by it, because I'm from Long Island, and 631 is my area code originally. So I'm just like, oh, yes, this guy. And then he's like, I'm going to fuck you up, which everybody's like, yes, Justin, he's like fucking, uh, oh, yes, you're going to Get this Emily fucking impersonation girlfriend. down so well. And I get very conflicted as a woman sitting there, because I'm like, um, dude, I, I came here to watch you. And, and win, I hope, but I don't know how I feel about you raping this guy's girlfriend, so I got very uncomfortable. And then, oh my god, he wins? And I'm wondering what happens now? Like, are we supposed to, to sit quietly back for a really somber date rape? I don't know, but <laughs> that didn't happen. But still, it made me uncomfortable, and it made me very conflicted, because I did not know who to root for. Do I root for the, you know, for the woman not to get raped? Or do I root for Long Island? I don't know. You're it was confusing. And I don't know if anybody else has thought of that, but, um... That
1: was the other thing I really wanted to say. So I'm going to go now. Bye. Bye. Bye, Justin. Oh, sweet. Ring of Honor update. That's pretty awesome. We need to, there's somebody else on our group that goes, that go, on the Wrestling and Gold that goes to the Chikara shows, I think. We need some updates from them, too.
2: She's got a nice ass. Who does? Chikara.
1: I don't even know who that
2: is. Shakira. I'm making a joke.
1: I, I'm not even on the right screen for the crickets. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Justin...
2: Oh, Berholtzer.
5: One guy, the Cinemascist, heard that Dr. Zahm would be missing a week of silver and gold for a vacation. I was devastated. I was heartbroken. How could I go on without my daddy, my internet daddy? God, wow, that so sounds really gross. wrong. But anyway, <laughs> how could I do without Zahm hosting up to so silver and gold? And then I found out that his shoes that week would be the great James McCormick of Cine- awesome, cast and the new Hopeful Romantics... And all was right in the world. <laughs> Him and Loaf double-deuced on Cage and Cage 2 with the retarded Lou Ferrigno, not Dropped so much the in the second one, and made me want to see those films and had me laughing like crazy. All i got to say is I really enjoyed the episode, and James, if you ever do another death spot in silver and gold, whether it be filling in for Loaf or Zom, I'm definitely looking forward to it. As for... I know I'm going to be mad because in last week's episode, my voice girl finally played, where I told him I wasn't half-assing my performance of Here we, Here I Go Again. I <laughs> yeah, was yeah, yeah. still been goading it. And I understand being disqualified because two reasons. One, I'll fight. Fine, you would not disqualify me. Fine. I would be fine with any of those movies, but I get it. You would not disqualify me. Go ahead. That really was a half-ass performance. So I'll admit to that. <laughs> and two, <it> does <laughs> Well, you just said it was It's not. Or if I get disqualified or not, because there's, what, three other people now already included, and we already know that James is probably going to win it. If not, close as battle, of will. I think somebody else sent something in or sending something in, so I'm pretty much off the list. So that is A-OK <laughs> by the Cinematocist book. He just likes to participate and do horrible karaoke, which is kind of the point, is it not? Yeah. And uh, anything yeah. else? Mm. I don't know. hmm, 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 hmm. You know, now, and if anything, i got to get back to packing because I have a cinemascus and moving. That's right, you motherfuckers. I'm moving. So that means i got to give a new address out to Zom so you uh, can probably send Casey <sighs> Tyrone my way to my new apartment and I have to explain. Yes. Which, by the way, when I think about it, how the hell am I smuggling this anal douche into my new apartment without anybody noticing? Uh, I put it at the bottom of a box, but I have a strange feeling that the parents are going to open it up and be like, um...
2: So. What's this anal douche after, doing
5: in there? Um, air a really awkward moment when I move it on the move-in date and... Six days, so I gotta go. I gotta get do more packing. You guys keep up the good work.
1: And the awkward, the awkward moment when he has to explain why it's in a glass case.
2: <laughs> yeah, and it's got a crust on it. Um, I will say this, and he reminded me of something. Uh, I, in some ways, I'm glad that I was not on that show because I can't be held responsible for the use of the politically incorrect term "retarded" or "retard," uh, like used about five thousand fucking times. <laughs> so, uh, had nothing to do with that.
1: Uh, Justin guys a book coming out soon. This is pretty awesome. So hopefully between his book and moving, he'll still be able to make it to Horror Hound, which I'm not making it to. Um ah, ah. So here's our. Uh, this is from. I'm just going to say Chris. Uh, his uh, <sighs> his White Snake entry. He actually says, "Here you go, motherfuckers. Now, motherfuckers. I don't expect to win the competition with this effort." But I should at least get the bronze for the effort. Sorry, Justin. All right, here we go.
0: Sure know where I've been Hanging on the promises and the songs of yesterday yeah. And I've made up my mind I ain't wasting no more time Though I keep searching for an answer I never seem to find what I'm looking for Oh Lord I pray (laughs) you give me strength to carry on Cause I know what it means To walk along the lonely street of dreams So here I go again on my own Going down the only road I've ever known Like a drifter I was born to walk alone And I made up my mind I ain't wasting no more time Just another heart in need of rescue
2: That's all he is.
0: (laughs) <laughs> Waiting on love, sweet charity. Yeah, I'm feeling it. And I'm going to hold on for the rest of my days. Yeah. Because I know what it means to walk along the lonely street of dreams. <laughs> Here I go again on my own. I'm
1: doing a Tony Katane split right going now.
0: Going down the only road I've ever known. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like a drifter, I was born to walk alone.
1: <laughs> he almost lost it. And I
0: made up my mind. I ain't wasting no more time. Yeah. But here I go again. <laughs> here goes again. The high
1: part's gonna be awesome. Here I
0: go again. Here I go again. <laughs> Ooh yeah! <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's laughing. Too.
0: And I made up my mind, oh, baby. I wasting no more time. Yeah, yeah. Here I go again on my own. <laughs> Going down the only road I've ever known. Like a drifter, I was born to walk alone. Cause I know what it means to walk along the lonely street of dreams.
1: Nice job, buddy.
2: Yeah. Well, you know what? I will say this: that just exposes Justin Oberholzer, the <laughs> cinemasochist, uh, for the half-ass effort. Just makes that it, makes it, it, it when when quality guys, guys with guts, guys with true courage. You know when they call in and and lay down a track like that i just want when I see him, I just want to say thank you for your service we we
1: we don't we don't ask for a great singing voice no karaoke.
2: we ask for sack we don't we don't even yes we don't even ask we don't ask for much <laughs> you know we don't ask for it but but you know he said something about you know the bronze going to justin justin got the brown he didn't get the he, he, <laughs> he doesn't get the bronze he's getting the brown. <laughs> I mean, it just is just a sad commentary on the young young people <laughs> young, of today, the youth of today, the youth of today, and how s- so, so little. You know, you can't piss on hospitality. That's all I got to say. Uh,
1: <laughs> oh, okay. So that was awesome. <sighs> so thanks, Chris, for entering. Thanks, Chris. I know he wasn't looking forward to hearing himself, but we saved you for last, so you can skip over it if you want. Uh, so, um, that was actually the last entry. We were ending the contest today, so... I'm going to, uh, put it on Zom now. He's going to choose a winner for the contest. Oh, Jesus. Um... So we got, we got, we got Justin. All right. We got Will. We got Will. But Will says he doesn't want the prize. Yeah, but which one was Will? Will, Will called in and he called out Justin and heard his voice. He said he needed some water.
2: Was that that one, the guy from, um... Buffalo? Yes. Okay, yeah.
1: And then there was James, silver and gold James, and then there's uh, Chris this week.
2: Okay. I will say, okay, here's what we're going to do. We will have gold, silver, and bronze, and the gold has to go to... We will give the gold. The gold goes to James from Australia. James from Australia. Ah, ah. Okay, silver, Silva, Silva. Oh my God, that's tough. Hmm. You have you have a, some charisma, but then you have some balls. <sighs> the Silva goes. Two, Chris. Chris, Chris, yeah, from <laughs> Pakistan. Chris from Pakistan, and the yeah. and the bronze. The bronze goes, goes to, to Large Wilbur. William, Large Wilbur, the and mighty Wilbur, and the brown goes to <laughs> Justin, the oh. anal douche. <laughs>
1: Justin Uh, Colt Oberholzer
2: Justin Colt Justin Colt, yes, uh, Oberholzer Um, And I'll be honest with you It's a strain just even uh, to, To put him on the same Podium with those three Magnificent Bastards. (laughs) Bastards.
1: <laughs> so thanks all the all, all you guys that entered. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We'll send you some fun shit. And uh, I don't remember how what the price the prize structure was, but that was your thing. So you know figure out who gets something.
2: Well nobody wanted it <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's like, I don't want the fucking prize, whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, I gotta get rid of this shit. I've had this shit in my house for like six months now.
1: Shit, I'll take it.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> the winner of the prize. Here I oh my god, damn, that was awesome. Okay, so anyway, um we'll just divvy it up. Cool. So-
1: we'll figure but out you, something you have, James uh, is in uh, Australia so he, we might just have to buy him something special
2: yeah everybody has to send your address and that includes includes James because we will find a way where there's a will there's a way and there's always a fucking will and there's always a fucking way so we will what was that from anyway that was from Sexy Beast also so uh, everybody send in your addresses and you won't get a cold anal douche unless your last name starts with O
1: <laughs> Wait, let me think. Nope. Yep, you're safe. All right, it's cool. That is the show. Um, next week. Oh shit! Did we decide? Yes. We're gonna. Are we gonna do the westerns? Uh, yeah, yeah, the let, Let's do it. Uh, so next let's week. Do. on Next week's show, we're gonna do some punk rock westerns, and I gotta look them up here. Uh, we're going to do um another Alex Cox movie. What? What? Uh, we're going to do Straight to Hell. Um, this is uh, from 87, directed by Alex Cox. Um, so, yeah, Straight to Hell starring Rick Rick uh, Dick Rude, Cy Richardson, and Courtney Love, and Joe Strummer. <laughs> and, uh, and we're going to do Dudes, directed by Penelope Spheris, starring John Cryer, Daniel Roebuck, and Flea, and Lee Ving so yeah cool uh so that's gonna be the show next week so again thanks for everybody for entering the contest and uh the drawing contest is still going on i need to bump that back up so see if we get anybody entered so because i still have that fargo blu-ray to send to you um i think chris might have actually he might be the front runner in that one too so or the you know he might be a high up runner in that one too um so I'll bump that back up on the Facebook group So join our Facebook group at facebook.com Slash groups
3: slash silver
1: Silva and gold all spelled out um, That is also our website Silvaandgold.com Or you can find us on iTunes And, and send us feedback um, Even if we don't have a contest Please feel free to send us karaoke 206-339-1600 Or you can send an mp3 or an email To silvagoldpodcast At gmail.com uh yeah, that's about it. Um cool. Tom, do you have anything else?
2: Um not
1: no. Not no. So does that mean yes?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: Uh I gotta turn this show around quick since we're a little late. I'm gonna still get it get it out to everybody on Friday. Uh that's
2: about it for me, too. Until next week this is loaf oot some out oot
0: bye bye
2: I forgot how to say that <clears throat>